0: welcome back to he's abroad
1: this is jason here in brooklyn starts with me saying gross that would be great
0: (laughs) joined joined as always by uh giggly john who is abroad in new zealand what's up john
1: been waiting all day to record this and someone was ignoring my messages so here we are
0: it was google google was ignoring your message and not relaying the fact that google is a terrible secretary
1: you know, it's these big tech corporations. You know, they're just trying to censor everything. So they oh, just to wait. I got
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got I got an interesting one about Google today in our in our stories. We look, we're we're going to talk about the political stuff, okay? But we're also going to keep the the structure, sort of. I got two stories we'll talk about. Then we'll get into the political stuff um, because it's it's been a week. It's been a week. It's you know? been
1: the the most amazing starting week of any year ever give me another year that had the first week be this
0: <laughs> i mean uh, um they've been different when i did, can't uh, think of one i'm trying to think last of last year
1: last year we last like we the coronavirus was like it was a whisper
0: no they killed uh they killed the iranian guy and we thought we were going to go to world war three
1: now nah, that that wasn't this though. That's not even. That's not even close to this. It,
0: it's different. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's different.
1: different. But it's not. It's as far as escalation. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> we,
0: yeah, things we things got from, weird.
1: Things got. I weird. mean, things got treasonous. <laughs> it got really weird. Yeah, a lot
0: of people. Oh, uh, just think, uh, no no insurrection it, means now. And, and, and just to think,
1: it wasn't. But a mere couple months ago, you were telling me on this very podcast. You know, we should just let Trump go on about his life. <laughs> that was you.
0: You said I, that. what I said. <laughs> and we, we can talk about this more later. Bro, but what I said so was, wrong. let the states should they if if there are found crimes and all these other things, go after them, do all that stuff. I didn't, and I still don't think it should be a necessarily a pillar of the like Joe Biden and Democratic platform. Oh, it's about to be though. <laughs> like I know, I know. Oh I know, I know that, and my my opinion has changed slightly. But I, you know, we'll we'll get into it later. We'll
1: get and into part it of later. the reason why this got as bad as it did.
0: Am I? Well, yeah. we'll talk. Yeah, about that. a lot I of people are just I am- shrugging
1: I'm- their shoulders and just saying, oh, you know, look, maybe when he just leaves, we can just forget about it." And now he's telling you, "You'll
0: you you can not <laughs> He's, he's going to make sure you always remember. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, big news from the start, um, and for a while told people, but now, you know, you should, if you rate us on iTunes, John will send you a dollar and we got another review in December from someone I do not know. So if you're listening, shoot me a message on Twitter. Cause I could be, could be someone that I know could be rhino style 15
1: no that is there's no one i know <laughs> that, these sounds like two, one you,
0: that sounds like one of your friends i don't know rhino style gross these two guys are fantastic and love the podcast definitely a great way to consume time during these odd times thanks for the hours of entertainment fellas explanation Look $5. at that.
1: You know what, Rhino style, I like you. If you tell me who you are, I will get you a dollar. Now, I will tell you this your dollar will not be Bitcoin. <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so a, you will get a regular dollar, dollar of fiat currency. That's a volatile
0: dollar. Yes. Yes. That, is a, that, r- is, that is a dollar that might be worth a million <laughs> at the rate we're going. <laughs> so no. Well, it's not a single Bitcoin, but a dollar's worth of Bitcoin. Right. But still, that dollar's worth of Bitcoin with the way things are going might be
1: worth. 10, 20, 30, 40 in the next week. Who knows, right?
0: Bitcoin's having a boom. Bitcoin's It's uh, booming. <laughs> Bitcoin's on fire. Um, also other piece uh, of of note, uh, wanted to let you know that I have again taken a crack in another uh, form of a french toast with Hawaiian with Hawaiian sweet rolls this morning. So I made a, uh, a French toast casserole with a bunch of Hawaiian sweet rolls. That's not nope. the fattest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> a French toast casserole. <laughs> well, I, I did it. Did I not tell you about the croissant French toast casserole I made?
1: I mean, uh, th- to me, the just the idea of a French toast casserole just makes me think of fat. <laughs> mm-hmm. like yeah, the
0: word casserole is awful. We got to get rid of it
1: casserole is delicious it but it's it's uh like a french toast casserole i just think of calories and tight fitting it's
0: literally just french toast it's just french toast but baked you know it's the oh, the casserole
1: same. i thought a casserole I've, needs to be in a casserole dish
0: <laughs> yeah but a casserole dish i, I have n- honestly i have no idea what a casserole is to be perfectly honest okay casserole definition let's find some out some
1: people say that deep dish pizza is te- just like a
0: casserole tech. here we go cook food slowly in a casserole yeah wait that's just the verb sorry now a kind of stew or side dish that's cooked slowly in an oven that could literally be anything yeah so i guess it makes sense i mean the thing takes like 40 minutes to cook wow, when all that's is said and done time
1: for french toast
0: i know but i prepared it last night let it soak overnight and then uh and then you just throw it in the oven in the morning It's super easy. Yeah, chopped up a bunch of chopped up those uh, little rolls into into cubes. Then uh, cut them into, let's see, four, eight pieces. Each each roll became eight cubes ish, cube ish, not exactly cubes to the T. Then, uh, yeah, then I throw them all. Then I make the custard like you would wear a normal French toast. Not really much different. Just uh, some eggs, milk. Actually, I used half and half Um, Some eggs, half and half. Throw in some honey instead of sugar, you know, spice it up a little bit. Throw in some cinnamon, gotta have some cinnamon. Mix all that up, throw in the cubes, let them soak, put them in a dish, bake it. Done. It's easy. Easiest thing in the world to make. All this time. I would charge $30 for the plate in uh, in New York City. Yeah, $30. Were, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and people would pay it. Oh, also,
0: uh, toasted some coconut, threw some toasted coconut on it. Very easy to toast coconut. And the best thing about toasted coconut is you make a shit ton of it and then you got a toasted coconut to snack on forever. (laughs) I love it. I don't know how you feel about coconut, but Uh,
1: it's a texture thing for me. It's okay. I don't like coconut. That's why you toast it. So it's crunchy. Yeah, I don't like coconut like almond joys are one of the grossest candies ever it's a, one of the it's a terrible dummies. chocolate like if, if if you were a kid going through halloween right like what you wanted to see was like milky way bars and mars bars for those people down here in new zealand and australia you know a snickers bar you could deal with as a kid love it man. um the peanut butter reese's cups were were a big score oh yeah MVP. you know some some skittles were pretty good smarties were like the candy that you would get like at the end so you didn't dislike it it's just not at the top and almond joy was the one that you would when your parents would like take some candy or say that you have to give some candy away, you'd give all the almond joys away.
0: Almond Joy and Mounds. They I mean they're yeah, basically they're the marketed thing. together. Gross. You know. Gross. Mm-hmm. I, I you know, I actually don't even think I've ever had an almond joy, but the concept of it's not bad. I just don't know why you would name a candy after the 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 least amount of Volume in it, like the lowest amount of in, one ingredient. There's two almonds on a fun-sized almond. What's well, the only thing one. that makes
1: it different from a mound?
0: <laughs> that, oh, okay. All Got it. We've talked about this before. We don't. Need yeah, to, but still, to, I'm to just saying it's, it's nasty.
1: Uh, I, I'm not a giant coconut. I can eat some. If there's too much coconut, it's the
0: texture that gets me. What about macaroons, which is a pile of coconuts? Yeah, I'm not a
1: big fan of macaroons. Macaroons have never done, like, they're fine. It's just one of those things that you have, like, once every couple of years, and you're like, yeah, okay. It seemed like a better idea than when I actually ate it.
0: Oh, if I see one, it just, it stares at me. It stares at me like a, I don't know, like some sort of provocative snowman who's just asking to be consumed. Or a yeti. Because it's it's more yeti like than snowman like. Because it's you know the 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 almond bits itself would be more like fur texture. So yeah, it's like a That's yeti, coconut. demanding demanding to be consumed. Um, rest in peace, um, City Bakery, who not only had the best hot chocolate in the city, uh, but also had the best macaroons what that I've ever to city had. Bakery? They closed. They closed like two years ago, maybe one year ago. They also had the best iced tea. Uh, I was a big fan of not the best not matcha iced tea. I'll throw that caveat in there. It was uh, it was delicious, unless they did this thing because they'd have like these those you know those big tanks of iced tea and iced cho- and uh, iced coffee, and the way they would fill it is they'd have these buckets and they'd pour the buckets in, and sometimes you could tell that they accidentally put coffee. In the iced tea, gross. It is gross because I don't I don't like coffee, and I could, but I know exactly what it tastes like because that's how I know I don't like it. So you'd get this tea like thing, and then all of a sudden, bam, coffee. Like, uh.
1: Yeah, just I mean, if I was to choose an iced beverage, I choose coffee over over tea. Personally, I I like bitter things. Yeah, but you wouldn't mix
0: the two together.
1: No, but the two together, it's not like an all. It's like a like a twisted Arnold Arnold Palmer
0: <laughs> instead of lemonade. It's coffee. It's a nasty it's a nasty surprise. It's a nasty yeah. surprise. Um finally, the last thing I want to bring up. I don't know if I brought it up on the podcast. So I sent you a message before. I still hate the word yummy, and I've heard it twice and I've read it twice via text in the last 24 hours from two separate people. And I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like don't the word like yummy. It? What's wrong with I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable. Okay. There's something kind of like about moist the word, for some people, right? Moist is fine. Yeah. I, I I like moist cakes you know but, but you don't yummy, like yummy cakes i i, I mean I, there's something that sounds awful why does that sound so awful
1: didn't that hurt uh, to say I, what, so what's worse yum or yummy
0: yummy is worse
1: really God, that's interesting because I, I think even yum is worse. Is. <laughs> I mean the I they're two, both think, they're both bad i think yum bothers me more than yummy
0: there's probably I, I could draw a Correlation to two instances why I think, cause I thought about this. Why don't I like this word? Like, what is it about this word? And so many people use it, um, and use it towards me because I make a lot of things that would be worthy of that as an adjective. I understand it. Two instances. First, I think it's the Chappelle's show sketch with, um, where I maybe it was Method Man in a like doing a toilet cleaning commercial. Do you remember this sketch?
1: I don't remember
0: this at yeah, all. Yeah, I don't. I got it. This is why my memory is really weird because I could I could memorize this like to the T. And he's like on a jet ski in the toilet talking to this woman. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "You have like pee." and carrots and shit. Down here. And she's like, well, and then she's like, it was yummy going down. And I don't know what it was, but it was just like that offensively stereotypical white housewife woman. It was just terrible. I hated it. But I think more so the thing that turned me off was at a job that I had in the past, I was next to somebody who would use that uh, when looking at certain women. And it was oh, very- creepy. <laughs> it was very uh concerning and is that the, the only used time that men the
1: use the word yum or yummy because i think that might be it because i've got a very similar story at moto gp um because <laughs> we went to me and a couple of friends went to moto gp in australia mm-hmm. and we're st- we've got like really nice vip sort of section where we were able to stand above the pit crew And, of course, like every racing sport, right, you have girls holding up signs or girls who are sort of part of the advertising. And in the most Australian way possible, this guy kind of walks behind us and looks to the right and goes, yum. And it was like, oh, God, it's like, dude, you're a grown, gross man.
0: Yeah. The last thing I needed
1: was for you to say yum like in my ear. (laughs) to some poor 20 year old girl who's just trying to make a living and they force her to wear these short shorts that she very that she very obviously is not comfortable in and you get some lecherous australian dude going yum it's rough (laughs) so yeah yeah,
0: i get you i'm with you (laughs) yeah but this is like an extended period of time where this this would happen so i think that might be a larger cause of concern now granted one of the people who did say yummy to me in the last 24 hours was my dad and he was talking (laughs) about the said hawaiian french toast cat hawaiian roll french toast casserole um because was it was a reaction to an image yeah yeah Yeah. and again the image is worthy of that adjective based on what it means but Is, is it also because people type it out
1: is that weird as well Like if you type out the word yummy, like it just looks weird.
0: If somebody says it though, it sounds like you're talking to a child. I don't know what it is. It's just very weird. And I think that's what it is. I I think if you combine all of these things, the cross section is, it is a, it's that woman at the beginning saying it's a method man. I think it might be method man, might be somebody else. It's the guy in question using it as a term for grown women. And it is a, it is a very juvenile sounding word, yes. in both use cases of it. Yeah, yeah. I, and there's I've a never mismatch said it. that is just. Yeah. I don't. I don't like it. I don't yeah, like I'm, the word. I'm kind of with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Cool. Let's ban the word. All
1: right, on this Forever. podcast, we can ban the nope, word.
0: Nope. I'm talking about federally. Good luck it.
1: <laughs> we don't
0: ban luck. words in this country, but I'm gonna campaign for well, that. Well, we're getting close. In my my presidential run, that'll be, you know, it'll be like top five of my, of the things I'll do first in office is ban the word yummy and we will leave it at that. I dislike it. And, uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's all I have to say on that. Uh, anything you want to bring up anecdotes before we get into, uh, these light news stories? The warm ups, got nothing. Great, Life's good. all right. So let's get to the news here. Um, this week, this coming week, I'm excited. Uh, I can't go to CES, but it is a virtual CES, so there's going to be a whole lot of tech news, and I love it. I love it, and they've already started to come out. So they're already a lot of companies will actually uh, release some stuff before the big show usually starts. And for that, I got to two, uh, two tech based stories for you. OK, so and we'll just do two stories. We should get through these pretty quick and then we'll get to the uh, the real shit. Um, so your choices are. Um, Santa. And baths.
1: Let's do baths first and then Santa and on Santa.
0: Cool. All right. Reading from The Verge. There's a the headline. I hope to someday sit in Kohler's new voice-activated smart bath. You can turn on fog with just your voice. I'll send you a picture.
1: I, I believe you have just piqued Alice's interest. Big fan <laughs> of baths. Let's see what this. Ooh, is. Who isn't?
0: Mean, baths can. Can, I'm not a giant, can be good.
1: I'm not a big fan of baths because it's a lot of. It's a big process.
0: Yeah, you got a shower. That's before a you. beautiful looking bath.
1: I'd it soak is. in that.
0: Also, the thing that you'll you'll note is that. Nobody's place looks like this, no. but but honestly, but but in the instance of things like this, this is probably what the bathroom would look like. It would absolutely, look I think like your
1: house this. has to look like this in order, in to, order to have it. a bath like this. Like, I'm not going to fit this bath in my house,
0: doesn't fit, not with that attitude, not with any. Kohler has revealed a new smart bath that lets you use an app or your voice to fill up the water. That by itself seems pretty handy to me, but depending on which model you buy, you can, eva- you can elevate your bathing experience by changing the color of lights around the tube or even adding some fog. I don't know why that's in italics, but it is. You'll also be able to establish preset routines to turn on features in a certain order so you can set your bath exactly the way you want it. For example... You can have the tub fill itself up to a specific to a specified level and a certain temperature and once that's done add some fog or turn on some aromatherapy all with a voice command to Amazon's Alexa or Google Assistant. Do not activate. Okay, we're good. Take take look. Take a look. Take the, look. the article says take look. It sounds like you're reading along, so yeah, take look at this at this stillness bath by your for yourself and the footage provided by caller. Gotta say, it seems like a relaxing tub. So there's there is a video to give you the whole walkthrough, and it's kind of those things I said. Let's get down to the real shit. If you want this luxurious bath experience, do I, maybe, in your own home, though, it won't come cheap. Just to control the temperature and depth of the water, you're looking at a model with an estimated price of $8,698. That's very specific. Also, I believe that is less than a quarter of a Bitcoin if we're doing um. If we're going to be doing some conversion here, if you want the, at the time of this recording, if you want the experience tower that lets you activate fog and aromatherapy, which you should, that'll cost around $10,998, also about a little more than a quarter of a Bitcoin. Both of those models will be available in July. The version that also has a floor grates, that has floor grates for overflow and the light, and the lights has an estimated price of $15,998 dollars or probably about well, now we're getting into numbers that I'm not. It's about 33 35 percent of Bitcoin and it will be available in October. While the stillness seems night seems while the stillness bath seems neat, I have to say that it isn't quite as awe-inspiring as Kohler's Numi 2.0 intelligent toilet, which has surround sound speakers, ambient lighting, and Alexa voice controls. It earned The Verge's Most CES Award for CES 2019. However, it appears that you still can't buy the toilet just yet, that you can sign up to be notified when it's available on Kohler's website. <laughs> That's. You know what? For know. the price,
1: I actually expected it to be more expensive.
0: Yeah, how much is a nice bath baths
1: are like a nice bath, and I'm gonna like in New Zealand. You're a homeowner, right? nice so you know. bath, yeah. So a nice, a really nice sort of. Because again, well, I've, and again, I've learned more about baths recently than uh, than I probably ever would know if uh, any other time in my life. So when you're getting a bath, you want a deep bath, right? You want a bath that can hold enough water depth wise, right? It's not necessarily necessarily about the total size of it. It's how deep can it hold the water. And so for a good deep bath that's in modern style. I want a standing bath. Two and a half, three grand. So oh, well. let's say in the States, it's probably about 1500 for a really nice bath. So at eight grand for controlling temperature and depth of the water, it's expensive, but it's not as expensive as I thought it was going to be.
0: I don't get why the LEDs and the grates really that, expensive that adds 50
1: well the problem is the thing that's weird about that is that i don't even think the expense isn't having the grates it's like the actual installation of this right so you need somewhere yeah. for the water to go so it's like literally like having the drain and stuff work i can see that being a bunch of money but it's odd because why wouldn't you just build that around the bath itself like if the bath had an overfill fle- feature i don't necessarily need Kohler to provide me with grates and lights like just you know that's part of the room that's like just get me get an led strip and come have a plumber install a grate with proper drainage
0: this this led thing is kind of stupid too you're in the bath you can't even see them
1: well if you if it's dark right you get a nice little glow you nice nice little glow up yeah if you're in if you're taking a night bath uh, this is
0: for sensual time i feel like this is all about
1: that yeah this bath's like a hot tub it's huge Like the size of this bath is not, this isn't a regular tub. This isn't a tub that you got bathed in as a kid. This is like a hot tub bath in your house. The overflow is kind of stupid, to be honest. Like it's just, it just makes it look like a waterfall around the sides of the bath. I mean, it's cool Um, from the
0: outside. It's cool from the outside. Once you're in it, it doesn't make a difference.
1: You don't necessarily care about that. Yeah. Um, It also, like, the thing that I look when I look at this bath is getting in seems a
0: little treacherous, does it not? A lot of sharp angles. A lot of sharp angles, and I feel like yeah, It's, it, a cube. it's like this, this thing is a cube with a hole. Yes, metal. like that's, that's yeah, what it's it a
1: cube. Is. So yeah,
0: I don't necessarily think this is very. This doesn't. This looks like a hot tub to me. Yeah, this looks more like the the kind of prototype design, like we did this thing. But yeah, usually you'd, you'd think you'd have more like oval, oval, yeah. or like a bath. You're thinking more oval, so I could lay down and lounge. This is, yeah. I mean, very this, much. And you know where like this a, is
1: going, right? This is going into some swanky hotel somewhere. Yep. Like that's what this is built for. It's built for you to have this in your hotel. I mean, look, that's what the image basically is, right? It's overlooking some ominous city. And
0: pen- that's a penthouse apartment. Get out of here. It's a
1: penthouse apartment. And this very clearly to me looks like a very nice bathroom in a suite at a hotel. Like a honeymoon yeah. honeymoon suite at a hotel.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah.
1: But cool though. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's cool. I'm down for it. I just don't need it in my house. <laughs>
0: This is the kind of wacky stuff that I would love to demo at CES, but I can't because of COVID.
1: Yep. So you can demo it virtually.
0: Yeah. I can't just step into that that hot tub and feel the water. That was always the funny part about CES was seeing all the um, all the different massage chair sections where it's everybody just laying on these things and lighting up to sit in a chair to get a massage. Because you're standing and walking for so much, it's like you are dead. It's... Uh, I've done it i didn't i never waited online for it but if it's if you could just walk in and do it i'm like yeah I'll do it and they sell all those things at a discounted price i've considered it never did it don't know if they'll be doing that post covid you never know you never know did you see so the I, link to the toilet
1: yeah but uh, i i guess i my thing with this i'm starting to have problem with voice controlled stuff yeah it's starting what's to bother your, me what's your problem it's you know? kind of like the cheap way of of adding technology to something that's not really technology anymore. I don't need voice control. Give me like actual proper app control that you're going to support for the next five, 10 years. Cause it seems like that's becoming more and more rare.
0: Voice control. Just the problem is it, even if they say it's 90% accurate, that 10% will turn you off because with an app, it's like when you touch exactly what it is you want to touch and you have that responsive feedback, then it's always, then you know it's more reliable and therefore it feels more convenient. Voice control in
1: theory. Accidentally filling up your tub because of an incorrect command somewhere. You're watching a movie. Like, I can just, like, it's just, it's like, this is really annoying. Oh, the tub started again because we're watching a show and they said something and now the tub's running. Like, come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I get that. That, yeah, like I'll, I'll hear. There, there'll be different things. When I'm on calls with my boss, oftentimes his Siri will just trigger for no reason.
1: Well, my Google voice triggers for no reason when I'm having a meeting. It just all of a yeah, sudden you hear, Ding, sorry, I can't do this control. It's like, no one asked you.
0: <laughs> yeah, they used to have these triggers where you'd have to say like, hey, Google. And if I say that, it shows up. But now you could just say Google or Sometimes it assumes that I said "hey" before, and it'll trigger. But now it's like, yeah, you, you kind of want to have these things as more like conversation. And I don't there are need voice control. I need good apps, right? Like,
1: why can I not fire up an app on my phone and before I'm going home, you know, set the thing and they say, "Hey, can you fill my bath seventy percent with this temperature of water?" And start it now because I'll drive home in the next 20 minutes and it turns off just in case I get an accident or I can't make it home, right? Like it's a safety feature. You can do that on an app without me having to talk to my phone. Be great. Set the fog. I want it to be looking. I want it to be foggy when I come in and I want it to be at a water temperature of 70 degrees.
0: Purple. 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 And (laughs) I want
1: purple. I want lavender colored lights. Yes. Do I need to say that, or can I just literally go into an app and set three controls?
0: You can do both, but think about how easy to say, uh, you know, Alexa, set the set the temperature for, I don't know, what's a what's a good temperature? Hundred degrees? Is that too hot? Is that too cold? Se- like
1: seventy, eighty degrees? I always think of that good water temperature, right? Like if you if you if you're on an island hot somewhere, tire. Like oh, hot, hot well, a little warmer. Eighty-five, 80. ninety—I guess. All right, cool. Hey, set the,
0: temp- 100, 100. set the temperature to eighty-five degrees. Make it smoky, and I want—and I want you to uh, spit out some uh, some lavender scents and some colors to match. Bam! You say that, it, it, it yeah. And then you get you.
1: home, and it's hundred and twenty degrees.
0: It's a, it's a disco it's
1: rave. It, it's, <laughs> it's disco lights. The tub is overflown because it got the wrong number, and it smells oh, and, like. And
0: play bed. and play Teddy Pendergrass.
1: Yeah, and it smells like disinfectant, and instead they're playing uh, Takashi 6ix9ine. <laughs> You're like, that's not what I came home for. I came home for nice and relaxing, and now it looks like someone's throwing a party in my tub, and it's soaked through my floor.
0: Well, yeah, I think it's that 10% reliability. That, because saying something is easier than doing it through your app, assuming it works 100% of the time and does exactly what you expect it to do. And at this point, I'd say it's closer to ninety percent, and that's and there's a risk. So I, th- I think we're getting to a point where it could work. But I'm with you. I do. You, I've never used voice command to send a text.
1: Neither have I. It te- it takes more work for me because like, oh, now, that's not
0: what I meant. In Mexico, when I went last year, no, that was 2019. Okay, right, 2020 was a big blur.
1: Yeah, it. and- you skip a year.
0: End of 2019, went to Mexico. We had buses that took us to uh to a Cuernavaca from Mexico City, and I won't forget. And I'm listening to podcasts, so I got my headphones in the whole time, but I could still constantly hear this doo doo something 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 doo doo something 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 literally for like the hour bus ride or whatever it was to take. There was a woman on there who was voice dictating every text she sent on this bus yep yeah like (laughs) really annoying but autocorrect right now is being very finicky so maybe maybe it's time maybe it's time to give it a shot but i I don't know Uh, but i'm looking at this toilet and this thing is garish it is awful looking and also you're not supposed to sit on a toilet for very long so surround sound sounds like an awful idea on a toilet? Yeah, why would you get Yeah, me it seems a little that, too immersive. <laughs> yeah, why would you give me things to keep me on the toilet? Yeah. Like it should be the opposite. It should like zap you every like 30 seconds.
1: Like get up. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're not able to go, then don't force it and get up. We'll come back later.
0: Kohler, this is a this is a billion dollar idea. The zapping toilet. It does it throws out all that bullshit you came up with. It's probably a lot cheaper. And, uh, you know, your name sounds German enough, so I'm sure they could put two and two together and uh, and say, yeah, this makes sense. Germans did this.
1: It's it's Kohler. Where is Kohler from?
0: I have no idea. Let's find out. Kohler. American. It's an American company from Kohler, Wisconsin. Okay. They probably have some sick fucks up there that would be willing to do that. Call me. We'll make it happen. I don't know what I could contribute other than the idea. I'm an idea guy, man. Let's move on. Santa. Uh, this article has nothing to do with Santa, but like Santa, Google's next, then now I'm going into headline, Google's next Nest Hub could use the Pixel 4's Soli chip for sleep tracking. Reading from end gadget. So like Santa, it knows when you are sleeping. It knows when you're awake. I don't know if it knows about the rest of the shit, but I thought it was a clever Throughline, the company will reportedly release a smart display later this year. Um, so, reading from Engadget, earlier this week, an FCC filing revealed Google is working on a new version of its Nest Hub smart display. According to a report, nine to five Google published on Thursday, the company will release the device later this year, and it will use its Soli technology for sleep tracking. Soli, the likely case you solely in the likely case you erased it from your memory is Google's radar emitting sensor. The company's advanced technology and projects (ATAP) unit detailed the tech back at I/O 15, 2015, but it didn't make its way into a consumer device until twenty nineteen, when Google released the Pixel four and Pixel four XL. Solely powered some of the phone's more outside the box features, including Motion Sense, which allowed you, among other things, to wave your hand above the display to skip a song. It also, they promoted it with a and I'm and I'm going a little uh, off the article here one of the things is it came with like this app that you could wave at Pikachu and Pikachu would wave back if Google does end up adding a solely chip to its next Nest Hub it could be one of the most visible uses of the technology since the Pixel 4 it's actually the only use of the technology that we've seen since Pixel 4 hmm. the Pixel 5 doesn't include the sensor and the only other device where Google has used solely is inside its new Nest thermostat which leverages a more limited version of the com- of the component to assist with motion detection okay so there you go i was wrong the filing of the fcc uploaded earlier this week suggests the Soli chip inside the new nest hub will have the same technical capabilities as the one found inside the pixel 4 it's not clear exactly how sleep tracking will look with Soli, but nine to five says google could use the sensor's ability to recognize fine gestures to, to detect when you toss and turn in your sleep The website also suggests part of Google's reasoning for adding sleep tracking to the Nest Hub is to give you another reason to put the device on your bedside table. There's no word yet on the exact release date or pricing, but Google certainly has room for a mid-tier smart display that fits between the $90 $90 Nest Hub and the 230 Hub Max. So what do you think? You think people are going to put a kind of, it's like an Alexa device in a way uh this thing it's basically just a screen with a camera um but you think people are gonna have a more advanced camera that could detect fine motions of you while you sleep
1: i mean if you put in a phone people will have it regardless but i don't think anyone other than people who really enjoy tech like it's not a need device on a daily basis at all
0: people have tape on their cameras but they're gonna put a camera literally facing their bed.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, no, unless you're someone who really enjoys technology and you're like, Hey, I've got this thing that allows me to do this. So I'm going to use it. But this isn't something like I've always wanted to do this. I now need to have this camera f- paid, you know, pointed at me while I sleep. Like, no, that's not
0: happening. Yeah. I mean, and, and let's keep in mind, people do a lot more than just sleep in bed. Right. Sure. Like, <laughs> you think it's going to recognize some other activities. Wow. You're sleeping like shit. You're doing a lot of weird gymnastics. Why.
1: Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, like it's, yeah, it's it's too invasive. And you know what? I also don't trust Google that they'll keep this, you know, this would be a thing and then it'd disappear. Because that's what Google's notorious for doing. So.
0: Yeah, it might. Um, the solely thing in the Pixel 4 was kind of cool because it can tell, like, when you reach for your phone. The best thing about it is not necessarily the gimmicky stuff, like skipping songs is dumb. I mean, wave your hand to do it. That's probably like the least efficient way of doing it. Um, But the fact that every time I reach for my phone, it's like immediately on and responds immediately. So that in combination with the facial scanning, which is completely useless when... Masks are have to be worn all the time. Sure, yeah, but um, the overall functionality of it works as far as a seamless experience in the device. It's interesting to be able to use this. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But then I thought about it for a little while. I'm like, well, the whole idea of yeah, point this camera at your bed. I don't know how they're going to market this thing without everybody being like, that's super creepy. Yes, that is literally the creepiest thing. I don't really get the tape over the camera on a computer. Like, what are you looking it's at? It's funny because like, my laptop actually my has a
1: slide. My laptop yeah, has so a slide that closes the camera. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I get it. But I, I don't really understand what, like, what are you afraid of them seeing? They're looking at your Well, face. people, I mean,
1: there were, I mean, you can, and this apparently happens with school computers where you can actually access the camera without it actually telling you that it's accessing it. There's a way to turn that light off. So there is software that will access your camera on your laptop without you knowing. Yeah. So there's people who are worried about that.
0: Yeah, but what are they going to see, right? Whereas this Even thing is like looking
1: at you, looking bored at your at your laptop as you scroll through the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. How's that going to help the Chinese? <laughs> that's all I want to know.
1: Or 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 if they've got the Google, um, not the Google, sorry, the Dell XPS laptop from a couple years ago, they're just going to be looking up your nose.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you can't. You, your laptop's not really showing very much of interest. Right. Whereas if you're saying like, I wonder, I think it's also the thing that always confused me with people who put tape over there. I want to ask anytime I see somebody with tape over their camera, I want to ask if they have an Alexa or some sort of smart speaker device. I don't want them looking at it. It's totally listening to them. They're listening. Yeah, exactly. The literal functionality requires it to be listening all the time. Okay. So you're not concerned about also your phone, your phone's going to be listening to everything. Your phone is a camera. Your phone can see a lot more shit than.
1: Yeah, and no one puts a no no one puts a no one puts a sticker over the selfie camera on their phone as they're staring into it.
0: Right, or the backside where it can actually see where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's very bizarre. But this, where if you're going to trigger that whole conversation again, it's like no, just point this thing at your bed. We're going to maybe, maybe not look at what you're doing in bed. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, me neither. It's silly. I like the concept as like a actual sleep tracker. It's an interesting way because you know, my watch will do it, but I, I don't when I'm wearing a watch to sleep, it feels weird. So I don't do it. You take a watch but off I, to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, you don't you keep it on. Do you wear a watch? The times yeah. I've
1: had a watch that I've worn one, I've I, I'd leave it on. I don't notice one way or the other. Um, Take it off when you shower. That's pretty much it.
0: I can keep it on when I shower. It's waterproof. Look at a lot of options it's weird though then i then you miss the spot and that's the that'll be the stinkiest part of your body because a little strip uh when your watch is covering all right we've held it off long enough let's get to the main show the, the reddish bluish blackish jewish of the generation so far you want to start do you want me to give a little summary of what's happened this i week?
1: mean if you don't know what's happening you're either listening to this way late or or you don't pay attention to anything, right? Like, the President of the United States uh, basically tried to overthrow the government. <laughs> like, there's no other way to put it. <laughs> and then tried to pretend that he didn't. Yeah. So I don't know where to start. Um,
0: there's well, a lot a time. Let me give a brief timeline.
1: Yeah, give a brief timeline, because I don't really know where. I mean, because my thoughts on this are going to be way more severe than yours are. Um, because to me, it just I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to, let's give the synopsis and then we can give our own personal
0: opinions. Explain what's happened this week. As of now, it is January from the real time of East Eastern standard time. It is 1123 PM on January 9th, 2021. Uh, that is Saturday. So on Tuesday, let's start there. Tuesday there was a there was an election in Georgia where there was the runoff election which for those that don't know what that means you in order to win an election like a general election in Georgia not presidency but in like a senate seat or house you have to have over 50% of the vote if you don't get 50% then it goes to a runoff where you will where the majority wins at that point, it's a one-on-one race. So there was a race for the Senate, and it was poised to be the biggest event of the week. Where the Senate right now was forty-eight Democrats, sort of. There are two Independents in that uh, mix, but they both caucus with the, the Democrats. That's uh, Angus King and Bernie Sanders. How do you like that, right off the top of my head? And then fifty Republicans. If the Democrats won both of those races. Then the Democrats would have control of the Senate, and therefore they would have control of the House representatives and the presidency on January twentieth, following inauguration. Uh, the and reason they of 50, win both right, and they, they yeah, they, they need win to win both. both exactly because a 50-50 right? so, split yeah. means that because- Kamala Harris can pass the as the vice president will can cast the tie breaking vote in the Senate. So if anything that's cast of any vote that's cast among uh, party lines, that's a swing to the, to the Democrats, anything that requires a majority rule, you can't do everything. It's not like you could pass uh, constitutional amendments or, or impeach uh, or impeach and convict a sitting president. Like you can't do that with them ma- with a simple majority like that, but you can pass, you can pass basically any law you want at that point within reason. Um, so that was Tuesday. So the result of that was something that was, they, they were a little bit more prepared. I don't think they had the same rules blocking them from counting early voting, which led to that red shift, uh, the blue shift that we saw from the presidential election. So the results were known pretty early on uh, in, in the evening on Tuesday that the Democrats won both of those races. So now Democrats will have control of the Senate in on January 20th. So that was Tuesday. Then Wednesday happened. <laughs> it was uh, Wednesday. Was the process where the electoral votes were going to be read and counted in the Senate? That's done by the Vice President Mike Pence, and it's very much a formality. The results are done. It's just a matter of. They, they've been certified by states. They, they've counted their electoral votes. And now Mike Pence comes in, and he's basically just reading the results. And, you know,
1: in, in, in the process, because I watched some of this process at what would have been 4 or 4 in the morning East yeah. Coast time, and it was 10 yeah. o'clock at night here. And the way this basically goes is Mike, Mike Pence goes, I'm calling on the whatever of Wisconsin – um was the ballot you know was the results that you received in a sealed envelope and was it certified with the proper certification stamp and the person goes yes we received these are the votes it was sealed and it's been marked with the proper certification stamp and mike pence goes was you know are you going to serve with because of those two things existing did these are these votes valid and they go yep does anyone have objection to the validity of what I just said? Which is, they're properly stamped and they're sealed, <laughs> because yes. like that's literally what it was. He was like, "Is it sealed and stamped?" And the person was like, "Yep, it's sealed, sealed and stamped." And then he was like, "Does anyone have an objection to the sealing and the stamping of these votes?"
0: Yep. And and while up this until point, this point, yep. I don't think anybody's ever said no in this room. No, I don't. Never. I don't know for a fact. I I'm just. sure that that's true. So let's go at 90%. So I don't sound stupid if I'm wrong. Um, Mike Pence doesn't really have any power here. And in the event that something is challenged. To be fair to Mike Pence, nor did he want it. Right?
1: Like Mike Pence is like, I'm doing doing the work of what our democratic process, our free and fair election calls on me to do because Al Gore did this, and this was Al Gore when he lost the presidency to George W. Bush in 2020, or sorry, in 2000, in the year 2000, a very contentious election with hanging chads and all the stuff that happened in Florida. Al Gore was the vice president. He did the same thing he read the vote, he read the the process Joe Biden says, did
0: it four years ago.
1: Joe Biden was out because he didn't run again, but Joe Biden did it as well. This is just what happens. This is the process of the vice president. It's like one of the only things that we really expect the vice president to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this whole thing was supposed to happen. And leading up to this, there was talk about well, you could this is a this is another chance to overturn the results investigate the alleged fraud that was brought up by the president and his supporters with no evidence and about 60 cases that were thrown out of court. Um, and they kind of did that. So they went in prepared to do that. You had a bunch of senators behind them, uh, including Josh Hawley, who was leading the charge, Ted Cruz, who of course is fucking Ted Cruz. And And, then you had about over a hundred house of representatives who were ready to do the same thing. So, and you, you know what?
1: This is how far off the Republican and Tommy Tuberville. Do you know who Tommy Tuberville is?
0: Vaguely, not really.
1: Right, no. he's a senator of Alabama. He just won. Right, Tommy Tuberville was the coach. Was the was the football coach of Auburn University. I believe it's Auburn. I'm going to look it up just so I'm not wrong. He's now a United States senator, which is insane to me. This dude was yes of the Auburn Tigers football coach from 1999 to 2008. Is he the guy who beat Doug Jones? Did he beat Doug Jones? I'm not sure who he bit. I'm trying to see. Yes, preceded by Doug Jones.
0: Uh, Doug Jones, who was made famous for convicting the KKK. (laughs) so, so, So Alabama voted for a
1: football coach to be their United States senator. He was also one of the people that was going to contest this election. Right in this process, at this, has the stamp been put on the sheet and was it sealed properly when you received it? That is that is what they are objecting. So they had Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, and Tommy Tuberville was on their side. I think there
0: was so, nine. There was like nine senators who were yes. In the beginning, there I think they said there were
1: supposed to be like eleven or twelve in total when this process was happening now at the same time, which you, which I'm assuming this is kind of what you're leading to as this was happening. And look, this is something that I was just saying. Yeah,
0: exactly. I yeah. just wanted to set up what the day was supposed yes. to be. So this that thing has never to, been yeah. televised because it's boring as fuck. It's it all matter. just procedural yeah. nonsense and nobody cares. Yes. 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 Because we
1: decided the presidency on November 3rd
0: <laughs> yeah. or
1: November 7th, I guess. Right. Like that's yeah, when it, the presidency for 2020 to
0: 2024 was decided. Yeah it's uh yeah exactly but all this other shit that's come up along the way when you have a conspiracy theorist who runs the country well then what happens next is what happened on wednesday so there was a rally on wednesday with a whole bunch of trump supporters trump even spoke rudy giuliani spoke uh don jr spoke i think this uh, rally, but-, but before you get into the people, right? This rally was the Stop
1: the Steel rally, right?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. So this rally, Trump, Trump had said this since Christmas, December or January six is a big day, right? This is the day we're gonna, you're, we're all gonna meet at the White House, and we're gonna stop the steal. We're gonna hope that our brave patriots in the Senate in the House are going to contest this fraudulent election and we're going to rally before this happens. Come meet me at the White House. I'll bring all my friends and we'll stand up here in front of a plexiglass shield and we'll rally you up so that way you are with us and you know that we are fighting for democracy. We are fighting for a free and fair election because we lost by fraudulent means. He said this basically starting Christmas and kept saying, we'll look out for January 6th. January 6th is going to be a big day.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was kind of stoking their flames, and then Rudy Giuliani during the kind speech, of, kind of, yeah, he, he was we're definitely stoking, of, stoking the flames. Yeah, hey, you're right you're, right, you're right, words no Fair kind enough. of, yeah, and I mean,
1: then Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani Rudy, Rudy, during
0: the speech I, I, said trial by combat He said, "Yeah, trial by combat. That's what we should do." It was like it's something. My, it's it's. it's The way that he said it was so weirdly
1: unhinged where he was like, this is what he
0: said. I have the quote. This is what I was (laughs) looking for. Over the next 10 days, we get to see the machines that are crooked, the ballots that are fraudulent. If we're wrong, if we're wrong, we'll be made fool of. You're wrong by the way. But if we're right, a lot of them will go to jail. Let's have trial by combat. (laughs) End quote.
1: (laughs) And He's a lawyer. Rudy Giuliani is actually a lawyer. He actually passed the bar and he's a certified lawyer. I
0: read that from a, from a Newsweek article, which says bar association urged to disqualify Giuliani over trial by combat speech before DC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Trump spoke. And then basically this. So hold, whole, on, hold on, hold on, hold on before you move too
1: fast. Trump spoke, right? And what Trump said, because look, I've been glued to this for like a week. Like it's, 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 it is watching a slow motion train crash. Trump got up there and what Trump said, and this is what Trump is in trouble for, really, is Trump basically said, you know, let's, you know, we're here at this rally and I thank you patriots for being here. And what we're gonna do after this is we're going to march down to the Capitol, and we are going to cheer and root on our brave members of Congress to do the right thing and to fight to stop the steal of this election. And the most the trying the most trying thing that he said that says you cannot, if you do not show strength, you will not win. We have to go down there and show strength. That's what he said. And he said, I'm going to be down there with you, right? Trump said, I'm coming with you. Let's march down to the Capitol and let's show strength.
0: And like always. So as
1: you were saying, after this rally, and this was John Jr. got up there and said his own crazy brand of the same thing. And this rally ended. And so after this rally ended, let's all go to the Capitol. Let's go take a nice brisk walk and walk down to the U.S. Capitol and make our voices heard, right? So all, how many people do you think were there? Is there an actual number of the number of people that they think were there at this rally? I don't know. It's probably, I don't think it's more than 100,000. No, it's, I don't think it's, I yeah, think 100,000 like, is too it's, many. It's I mean, like maybe think like 10,000. 10, maybe like 10,000. Like tens yeah. of thousands of people. Not I would even say
0: somebody's, I saw on Facebook, somebody wrote like, obviously like one to two million people think that there should be a fair let's like oh my god
1: and look we, we gotta do know we, what a we million had, people
0: we, looks like a million people gotta, is a lot of fucking people it, it,
1: it, it, you know we gotta talk about your facebook friends we're gonna do that after this my, they're
0: not um friends. They're I, they're I'm,
1: friends. I'm gonna talk about your friends because your friends you, like this is again where i'm going with this is not gonna be very pleasant because watching this from overseas america could have basically sunk into the ocean and we would have been like yeah about what we expected With the way this is going. So, anyways, they march down to the Capitol. They get on the steps. So, so they're getting to the Capitol, right? They get basically to the steps of the Capitol. Now, here's where I want to make this stark comparison, right? Not six months ago were there people of all shapes, sizes, and colors protesting the brutality, the murder that was recorded on tape of George Floyd in Minneapolis. And all the other murders of African-American and Latino people by the hands of police. And I know people have seen this picture, but on the steps of the Capitol was the U.S. military and the U.S. um, National Guard. Basically six feet apart from each other in every direction on the steps of the Capitol. So if you wanted to walk up the Capitol any time in June, it was impossible. There were armed military standing on the steps of the Capitol. This time, after talking about this for at least the last three weeks about we're gonna march down, we're gonna let our voices we're gonna January sixth is a big day. Big stuff's happening on January 6th. We're gonna contest this election. We're gonna show strength on January 6th. Who do you think was that who do you think was on the steps of the Capitol?
0: Nobody. A few cops.
1: Nobody. A few cops who apparently, not only did they try to, not only did they not try to stop these people, they apparently opened the doors for them.
0: Yeah. And said, oh. Yeah, there's a video of them just (laughs) letting them through a barricade.
1: Oh, you guys are upset. Well, well, come on in. (laughs) Let's come on in and talk about it. You're white? Come on in. (laughs) Come on in. I'm sure you got, hey, you know, you, you find white folks wouldn't have taken your day off of work to come down here and, you know, unless you had a good reason. So come on in. You know, you this is this is America, right? You can come in and say your piece. Come on in. Just don't take a knee for the love of god. If you take a knee, we're going to shoot you. But <laughs> exactly. if you, you know, if you're dressed as if you're dressed as the as the QAnon oh, the shaman. Sh- yeah, you're the shaman. <laughs> you're the shaman. Come on in, right? So the shaman and some dude named Big O <laughs> and, and, a couple other, and a couple other good
0: old boys from around the country. Hey, that's, right? a, so that's you... a really cool uh, Holocaust. That's a really cool uh, Auschwitz shirt you got on. Come on in. <laughs> so all of these people from around the country, right? They go into the
1: steps of the Capitol and there's video of this, right? And this crowd, it turns into a mob, right? Because they are now, I'm going to say this because I don't necessarily know that they walked down there originally with the intention of basically destroying the capital. but at some point in I that journey, so. at some point in that journey, they decided that's what they were going to do. So I don't necessarily know as as when everyone's sort of milling around about to walk, they they went down there and said, "We're going to go burn down the capital. They went down there going, "We're going to show strength," and then people like the Bitcoin, sh- or the Bitcoin Shaman, <laughs> the the QAnon Shaman, it might be. The you same think there's guy. a Bitcoin Shaman this guy? Oh, be. absolutely, absolutely. Now there is. There's not one. There wasn't one then. There was. There's one now. So anyway, you could they, be the they guy. Get,
0: Get your horn hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because if I go into any building with a horn hat and no shirt on, they're going to shoot me.
0: That's a good point. That's
1: just the way it's going to work. So anyways, these people get in there. And as there's video of this, right, they start to break windows of the Capitol. They start to steal podiums from the house. Stole store. from
0: yeah, Nancy Pelosi's podium. They're
1: in Nancy Pelosi's office with their feet up. They are taking selfies with them. With them. They, are, they are recorded saying... We. This is our country. We are taking it back, and this is while Everything that Jason said before about the formality of Mike Pence in this—you know—sitting there reading these votes and reading. Hey, did you stamp it? Is it sealed? That is in progress as these people got to the got to the front door of this building of probably the most important building in our government. I don't think there's a building more important than the U, than the than the U.S. Capitol. Like maybe the White House symbolically, but if that's the case and the U.S. Capitol is not, it looks the same. Like they, they modeled this stuff to all look like this is a we have built, like we weren't, me and you were in Austin, what, three years
0: ago. What does their state capital look like? It's the same. It's a, US it's a big white building with a dome in the middle.
1: And again, this is, it's 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 the marker in the United States of this is where government is formed and where important decisions are made. And we let the QAnon shaman and his boys into this building while they are literally trying to make sure that the envelopes are stamped.
0: You forgot the dude. You forgot to drop the guy who was, uh, who was holding, who was waving Confederate flag, a big Confederate flag. So the
1: interesting about that is that is the only time that there's been a Confederate flag inside of the U S Capitol ever. I believe it ever. Not even during the Civil War. During the Civil War, the Capitol was more protected. Yeah, To not let that happen, right? And that was the first time that there has been an attack on the U.S. Capitol since the War of 1812. And that's when the British invaded the U.S. Capitol. So this happens, right? And I think the most interesting part of this is, as this happens, right? So Mike Pence is in there... Stamping, counting these votes, and Mitch McConnell came out a bit before and said, "Look, guys, this is over. Right? We can't. Ke- we cannot question the way this process works. This process is fair. This process is free. I got elected because of this process. So we can't constantly question. We, we. This has to stop. All of these people are inside of this building, right? These people who have supported Trump since two thousand and sixteen, and Trump basically sent. All these people that he just rallied up. And now, do you think Trump was down there marching with them no. at the Capitol? Was Trump part of that mob? No. no oh, yeah. I'm going to the gonna White join House you. Guys. And sheltered? He was in the bunker. He was in the bunker. So he gets there. So they, they I don't get know there. for sure if he was in the bunker, but he was probably there. He was close to it. So Mike Pence is in this building when all of a sudden they get told, hey, there is a mob in the Capitol. We have to get you to safety.
0: Right. Yep. So this is all tra- along with all of the other all of the representatives, them. Democrats, senators,
1: Republicans, independents, you know, um aides, they bar- yeah, they
0: barricaded reporters. the they barricaded, they barricaded the barricade the
1: doors. door the images of this thing of them pointing glocks, standard issued glocks at the front door to stop these people from charging into this building because there's people with like zip ties in their back pocket like we're going to start taking hostages, right? And there's there's images of guys basically at the top of the rotunda of this built of this room, right? This room that you see on C-SPAN, jumping down and taking selfies and sitting in Nancy Pelosi's chair or sitting in Mike Pence's chair, right? So they flood the Capitol. So this happens, right? And I I mean this is interesting, right? Because I was I basically got back from the gym. I turned on I turned this on, so it's, this has to be seven thirty in New Zealand.
0: Yeah, the way the way I explain this, I was talking to my mom about. It, I was like, "Yeah, you, is like where we are. If you're in New York, this was around two o'clock. Yeah, which would be so about right you know, That's you know, around
1: seven thirty, eight o'clock in New Zealand.
0: The day starts off normal, everything's kind of cool, and then next thing you know, okay, CNN's kind of pushing some headlines. AP, I got a alert from AP before CNN, like." about what was going on. I was like, wait, what? And then I look at CNN and see some crazy ass imagery. And you know, if you're in, if you're in California, that's about 11 AM. Again, you're waking up. I was like, imagine if you're in, if the literally you wake up and the first thing you see is the capital of the United States under attack. Basically what people in New Zealand saw turn on the TV and you're like, too early for this shit. Like you, before you have that first sip of coffee, Bam, <laughs> you see this. And you it's see like the shaman.
1: videos of people breaking windows and people giving their name, saying, we are taking back. This election was unfair. We're taking back the government. We are, we're here. There's a video of a woman who afterwards, she basically is saying that they pushed her down and maced her. And she's and the, the reporter asked her, well, why are you here? And she said, because it's the revolution. We're taking back the capital." Right. And this woman is in there with her face. Right. No shame. Right. Because these people have been told for the last five years they believe this. Right. It's not that these people necessarily want anarchy. They believe because the president of the United States has told them that the entire system is corrupt and broken and they needed to go take it back. Yeah. So while this is happening and I'm watching this on TV, you hear nothing from Trump. Right. So nothing. Trump's quiet. And people are trying to figure out is the president gonna say anything about this? What is Mike Pence safe? Is he gonna say anything about this? And as the day unfolds, you find that Trump is basically at the White House trying to hide how excited he is that this that these people are fighting for him on his behalf to take over the government, to take to disrupt the process of sealing and signing envelopes. So this is happening, and then at the same time, there's four people who've been killed, five people who've been killed, and the or the, the one woman who was shot, there's actually video of her being shot, by the way. I, I, like You can see it. It was on CNN. Of course, they blur it out, and they say, look, it's disturbing, but we're going to show you how this works, where you know some of them – and again, not all the Capitol Police Force is a big police force. So some of these jokers let these people in. They were smiling. Other people – Like, there's a black guy who's sitting there kind of with his baton being like, don't come in here. You see a bunch of white people basically chase him up the stairs. People, Capitol Police, are trying to do their job. And there's this guy, Capitol Police, sitting there telling them, do not come in. I'm going to fire. And they're sitting here ranting all the crazy Trump stuff that you can think of. We're here to stop the steal. We're here to take back democracy. And this woman, who was a four-tour Afghanistan and Iraqi... air Air force veteran i believe she was in the air force either air force or navy she flew from san diego because she felt that this was so important to take back the government she was shot and killed during this
0: so while all of this is happening just a little i just want to give a little context to the people that died three three people the one woman was shot and killed that you just mentioned three other people were uh died because of health complications. Not really sure what that means. They might have been infected. <laughs> they might have been covid victims <laughs> at that point based on the numbers and percentages yeah. that kind of works out and all none of these most of these people weren't wearing masks so i was surprised to see some in there. Um and the other guy was a capital police officer. I'm not sure exactly how he died though. Uh but I know that those those were a, that's a little bit of context to those people cuz they the three health complications one I want to just make sure that was said
1: so look so long story short as all this happens right it's not that trump gets on twitter his favorite his favorite platform and says whoa this has gone too far please stop i urge everyone please stop please please you know leave the Capitol alone i do not promote violence trump basically said at first this is what he said he goes this is what happens when you when when you don't when this isn't fair this is what happens when you try to steal an election. He basically said, you deserve this. Mike Pence, you deserve to be cowering inside of an office, inside of a safe, safe location. Mitch McConnell, you deserve this, et cetera, et cetera, right? So Republicans and Democrats, this is the first time I believe that the Republicans, I really believe this is one of those moments, which is amazing, right? It's, it's, it's hard to believe that there aren't Republicans who, really, who are left, in some of these positions who haven't come out to to Trump and said, Hey, this is nonsense. This isn't what I signed up for. I think they all finally realized we've created this. We, Frankenstein is complete. This monster is finished and we cannot control him. We cannot control him. This is, this is what's going to happen because Trump said this was what was going to happen. And then Trump comes out in this like weird video where he's like, we we love you, patriots. We love you. You're very special. And you're very special, but please go home. Um, we don't condone violence, but we won't stop fighting. So it's like, we don't condone this, but we won't stop doing it. We love you, but go home. It's all of these qualifiers to what he's saying. So he says this, and the entire time this is happening, then this is basically like, okay, um, the president has just, like you said, we learned the word insurrection, right? We We learned what it meant. Sedition. I learned what sedition meant. (laughs) Right? Like, you learn what these words mean of when someone basically activates a sleeper cell of human beings to go attack the government. And that's what Trump did on Wednesday. Yeah. So... There's no other way to put it. He activated a group of people to go attack the government. Yeah.
0: So, of insurrection is it means a violent uprising against an authority or government. This is literally the definition of insurrection. Now, Tucker Carlson will tell you that it's not insurrection and he'll kind of point to an overreaction on CNN as a result, but he was teared down to, to hell by um, Brianna Keeler. She, she picked him apart in one of the best segments I've ever seen. <laughs> Let's see it, Ed. It was crazy. But yeah, anyway, that's what insurrections. If so look, what here we are Saturday,
1: means- right? Yeah, go. Yeah, give me the definition of sedition.
0: Sedition, conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or monarch. Again, it textbook both. definition of both of these things. It's a pretty open and shut case. So, so as this is happening, right? Trump is it's very clear
1: that Trump doesn't want to come out and say that he dislikes this, right? It's very clear by his silence that he's approving this. And basically, it's also very clear that the Republican Party is freaked out. Like the people in the and they are obviously somewhere someone is calling someone going, "You need to tell him now to come out and say this and say that." His aides basically like he released this statement in the middle of the night that basically said, "Hey, This is because his Twitter account got banned for that for 12 hours because he wouldn't stop tweeting, this is what happens, this is what happens, this is what happens. And Twitter said, enough of this because you are inciting an attack on the Capitol that happens he releases this from an aids account basically once mike pence at four o'clock in the morning finishes saying yeah all the envelopes are signed now again there's a few republican um, congress people who still decided to act stupid like this dude who stood up for wisconsin that goes hey so we've got we've got a signed paper from one congressperson these number of people and a senator but the senator pulled out that says we want to contest this and mike pence goes so do you have all the signatures that are required to push this motion? And the guy goes, no. And Mike Pence goes, so then we're moving on. And then they went through. They finished the signing of this. They basically said, this is confirmed that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be your next president and vice president of the United States. Everyone claps. And not everyone. Trump releases uh, – not everyone, but because you forget. people –
0: that there was enough people. There were still states where they had these senators. Josh Hawley would back up the uh, some of these challenges. And one of them, Ted Cruz, stood up as well. It was Pennsylvania, maybe Nevada. Uh, but yeah. Now that they, original number of
1: senators that you said much higher. started at 10, 12. It shrunk. It shrunk yeah. by half. Because again... There's enough of these Republicans who were sort of very quietly
0: complicit in all of this. But any any up. is enough because these, 100%, these, any these people, these people yes. are cancer. Like it, They really are cancerous. And it spreads to all of these susceptible people. And as long as there's any, any one person that is still peddling this same lie and will continue to validate any of these conspiracy theories, then it won't go away. It just won't.
1: So look, this is finished. Here we are, Saturday, right? Trump has been permanently banned from Facebook, oh no. Instagram. Wait, wait, stop!
0: Twitter. Oh, damn it! You buried the lead. Stop! Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: trying to speed this up because, because again, I'm sure I'm assuming everyone else is watching. This. I want to get to the point of the act, like my actual opinion on this, right? Because again, yeah, I don't want to just retell the
0: news. Yeah, yeah go, yeah, ahead. This, go this for is, it. This is quick though. Uh, so during that time they kick him off Twitter temporarily and other social media spots in, on Wednesday night I believe. And then he's back on Friday and he tweets twice. The first tweet, the first tweet, the first tweet said this. The 75 quote the 75 million great American patriots who voted for me America First all in caps and Make America Great Again all in caps will have a giant voice all in caps long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. Three explanation points, end quote. That was the first one. The next one, quote, to all those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th, end quote. On Friday night at around 9 p.m. Eastern time, he has been banned permanently off Twitter. That's now,
1: that doesn't week. mean he's just gone away. He's tried to go to other. Yes. He tried to go to the POTUS account and tweet yes. some craziness. They deleted those tweets um, because the POTUS account is a government account, right? Like Twitter is kind of because when Obama was president, he would put releases through the POTUS account. Obama has his own Twitter account that has always had more followers than Trump. And he wouldn't just use that as his way of making policies and firing people, right? Obama put this stuff through the official channel, through the POTUS account, through media management types of like you would if you were an adult. And then Trump tried to go through his team Trump Twitter account. They banned that too. He tried to go through a couple other people's Twitter account. They banned those Twitter accounts. The Facegram ac- account, the Facegram, the Facebook and Instagram accounts were banned before the Twitter account was. And now Trump is basically saying that he's going to come up with this new platform. Again, we are in the same cycle of crazy where Trump has not actually conceded. He's not apologized for any of the stuff that he's done, which fair enough, because that would be an admission of guilt. But he has not said, hey, you know, we need to whatever, right? Um, You know, the violence should have never happened. He said that in a very canned thing once, and then he immediately backtracked from it the same way that he said, oh, you know, I don't condone violence. For the white percent the white supremacy stuff that happened, but you know, there were there's very fine people on both sides. Right? So it's just how Trump talks. He talks out of both sides of his mouth, and you should also often believe the thing that he actually says when it's not written on a teleprompter. So the only reason why I wanted to speed this up, because everyone, if you've been under a rock, you don't know what's happened. But basically, the president of the United States is no more. Like, he's done. And we're at the point of this process where either We need to, what's going to happen in two weeks, right? So in two weeks, there's any number of things that can happen. One, Mike Pence can invoke the 25th Amendment, which is supposed to use when like, was supposed to be used when the president is like incapacitated. So that way they can say, well, look, we need to strip the president of his power so we can give the power to somebody else to do the job. But that's still an option where his cabinet, and he's got cabinet members that have quit. Um, The fact that Betsy DeVos quit was surprising to me because I thought she was going to be ride or die to the end.
0: I got that. I got that alert on my watch while playing hockey on the bench, and uh, tried to explain it to my uh, line mates, and they they did not give a shit. Yeah, and this is this is part of the problem. But look, basically, Trump's
1: presidency has. I mean, it's really amazing that almost a year to the day ago, this dude basically was. Again, we were all worried about the war on Iran stuff, but he was on his way to a second term. There was no data saying that Trump was way behind in the polls January 2020, and it took 10 months. He was being impeached, but the Senate didn't decide to follow along with his impeachment. Trump basically said that he was cleared, and he was on his way to a second term of presidency. And now we are in a position where the president of the United States led an attack on the U.S. Capitol. (laughs)
0: It's hard to imagine. So it's not it's not the hardest thing to imagine considering it's Trump, but it's hard to imagine if it was anybody else.
1: Now, if you want my opinion, now again, this is what you're probably here for. Right. You you, you know what happened if you listen to this podcast. You kind of if you're listening to this, you probably just want our opinion. Right. So I'm going to give mine and I'm going to move out of the way because I'm interested in hearing your opinion, because I think most people can tell what my opinion is, because I've been pretty strong against the fact that. Believing in democracy, anyways, has always been a bit of a fallacy, especially if you're a minority in any place, right? Because democracy tends to work majority rules, right? Yeah, we're not Which a democracy. Kind of, Countries, not. Because that's kind of what it is it's majority rules. And when the majority tends to be filled with, you know, historically white supremacists, it's hard to believe in the fact that. Democracy is a real thing. Right. It's a it's something that's I mean, democracy has been around since Athens. Right. Like democracy has been around for a long time. Um, this isn't some new American thing. Democracy is uh, like B.C. Era. I'm I, I'm doing this a stall to figure out when was democ- like when was. Yeah. 508 B.C. in ancient Athens. Right. So the Greeks. Came up with democracy. Right. With city states and different forms of government, et cetera, et cetera. Versus monarchies or tyranny or, um, you know, aristocrats, that type of stuff. This is what it looks like when your democracy fails, when it falls apart. And I know that, you know, the people in the government and Republicans as well want to be very you know, flowery about, you know, we need to join together. You know, we need to hold hands and we need to do healing, right? We need to start the healing process. And this is why I am really going to be down on Joe Biden, because I keep hearing about this healing process. And to me, it's nonsense. These people just waged war on the U.S. government. It's what it is. Your acting president who I mean I, I would love to see someone with an actual rundown list of things that Trump did that could be considered illegal because it's long, okay. and because he said this before the election happened that the election was fraudulent, and someone said, well, "What happens if you win?" Well, uh, but if I lose, it's definitely fraudulent. There's already precedent for
0: what happens if he wins. Exactly, he said it in 2016. He said, in 2016, he said it's rigged. It. He's he's put doubts into
1: this thing the entire time but he said, "If
0: I lose, it's fraudulent." It's like when you show we, up to a to a game, or you're going to play hockey or something. You're like, man my 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 legs really bothering me before you even step on the ice.
1: <laughs> so look to me, the American democracy has ended. It was never really a democracy to begin with. I I think if we're not on the ver, if we're not already in a civil war, we are on the verge of it. Really do. And you can try to tell me that we're not, and that we're all going to hold hands when Joe Biden's become president. But Trump activated civil war terrorism is what he's just activated. And he's, if anything, the reason why Twitter shut this down is because one, Twitter's going to be, I, I expect a bunch of congressional hearings over social media conduct over the last four years. Like that's coming. And I think Twitter and Facebook are smart enough to know oh, we're going to be held liable for this. We might be held liable for these people's death already. Like, I know it's hard, and I know that Trump said that there's this act, you know, if it wasn't for this act, then they wouldn't be able to do this. But I think Twitter got a real wake-up call when they realized that they've profited off of the President of the United States using their platform to basically activate modern terrorism, to activate homegrown terrorism in the United States. So I don't think this is going to get better. I don't think Joe Biden fixes any of this because I don't think what you need is a moderate. I think you need to go to war with these people because they have waged war on the U.S. government. And I think it's a mistake if you don't try every single one of these people to the fullest extent of the law. I mean, look, this to me is, is, is Nuremberg trial territory, right? Like, sure, Trump hasn't. He hasn't done what Hitler did to the Jewish population across Europe. But Trump's responsible for the death of three hundred and fifty plus Americans.
0: 350,000.
1: Sorry, three hundred fifty thousand.
0: And I believe we're at three hundred sixty thousand. We'll be at four. And by the end of this, it's going to be way more than that. He's directly January responsible. Is, January is going to be a dark month
1: because he said on tape that he purposely lied to the American people because he because you know he always wanted to play it up. This is all recorded, right? I'm not making this up. This isn't hearsay. It's you didn't recorded. Want to panic. He didn't want to panic people, but he knew how serious this was. So to me, you need to treat the Republican Party and Donald Trump and these people as if they were Nazis in Germany. I really do. And I think if you don't, you are going to deal with these types of people coming up with bombs, right? There's people with pipe bombs and like left pipe bombs outside of the Senate offices and had bombs inside of their pickup trucks. Like, sure, you have the harmless group of the Trump supporters that just want to say stop to steal and post on Facebook, but then you've also activated a very real group of very angry. I mean, the Michigan militia tried to kidnap, had a plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan because she wanted them to wear a mask. Yeah. Is this not terrorism? No, it is. Absolutely. So when the terrorism is brown and it's overseas in a cave, great. Let's let's blow them all to hell and America first. But when the terrorism is your neighbor. All of a sudden, we want to put qualifiers to this of, oh, well, you know, Jim's not that bad. I'm sure there were lots of Germans as well who people thought weren't so bad during World War II. We tried them anyways. Had a Confederate flag in the US Capitol. A treasonous, traitorous flag inside of the US Capitol in 2020. This is in 1950. It's 2020. We are set. We are 60 years away from Jim Crow, America. away, removed from Jim Crow America from Civil Rights Act. And are we just really going to let this happen? And it seems like Joe Biden wants to forget about this so he can just be president. That's not that's not enough, because I expect more shootings. I expect bombings. I expect attacks during Inauguration Day because Trump hasn't condemned any of this and he's not going away. So to me, this isn't about Trump. It's about the fact that this radicalized, homegrown terrorist group of sad, angry white people is going to threaten the United States for the next four years because Trump didn't say he was going to stop. And why would he? He's got 75 million people who validated his existence. So that's my feeling. My feeling is... I would be terrified to live in the United States right now. I really would, and I feel bad for everyone who's in the United States listening to this because it seems awful. It seems horrifying. You got to watch. That's not far away. DC is not far away from where you sit right now. It's it's a four hour. It's a four hour train or what is less than that. It's like a four hour drive, right, to DC. It's not far.
0: Something like that. It's
1: like a two hour train ride. So, are you telling me that you don't have any fears of someone deciding to attack? Wall Street, because oh, these are all Trump's gains, and now I'm going to come here and show you why this is an illegitimate presidency and why you know the financial market is is you know a, a shill for the Democrats. I wouldn't. I think you'd be foolish not to think that Trump wouldn't try to attack the stock market or to try to attack New York in some way if New York comes after him. I'd be terrified to live in New York City. I'd be terrified to live in D.C. I'd be terrified to live in any of these places. That Trump has basically begun to wage war on. And now this is going to be pushed underground, which is even more terrifying because these people aren't just going to stop just because they don't they can't use Twitter or Facebook or Instagram anymore. They're going to go to any other site that they can find to continue talking about because they believe this. The same way that the terrorists in Afghanistan and Saudi Arabia and all these other places believe that what they're doing is correct, right? They flew those planes into buildings in the United States on two on on 20 or two thousand and one because they believed in what they were fighting for. It wasn't just a ha ha, it's a joke. Oh, you know, oh, it's just Trump. Oh, this is just a bit of fun. That's not what these people are saying. These people believe this stuff. They believe the lies. They believe what they've been told for the last four years. They've been brainwashed. And now they've showed you that they're ready to f- that they're willing to die for that. A woman died for this. She was shot and killed in the Capitol over this, which me and you know is ridiculous and it's a lie, but she believed it. So that's my opinion. I think things are, you know how I joked, oh, if Trump wins, I'm not coming back to U.S.? I I mean, I think you're on the verge of civil war. I really do. Because if they impeach Trump, that's just going to agitate these people more. And so that's what we're weighing now. Do we actually prosecute him? Because if we do, these people are going to get more upset. But if we don't, then the people are going to know that it's okay, that what he's doing is actually right. You're caught in a catch-22. What do you do? What do you do? Because you let it fester. You let this happen. And now, it's now to me, it's too late. It's too late. These people are pissed. They're willing to show their faces on camera. That dude who had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk gave his full name and his address to the media. Because he. Be- you don't do that unless you believe what you're doing. They weren't
0: wearing and, masks. And so there's ever a time to wear masks with now, right? You could wear a mask and got that's away with a funniest, lot of this. That's, stuff. that's, that's the funniest part <laughs> of this. Is that these dumb fucks. It's like, how can so many people be so ignorant about so much shit? I think I said something like that to you, like over chat. But the fact that if these guys actually just all they had to do is believe in COVID, and they would be a lot harder to find. But no, you're du- You have to be dumb enough to believe all the bullshit that Trump says and be dumb enough to believe that covid is a is a hoax or just a just a little flu and be dumb enough to dress up like the shaman
1: so when it's people are lot, talking about a lot of shit. people are talking about black lives matter and not wanting to get killed in the street i mean if you don't believe that there's a different america for for these people for white people and everybody else I, 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 and there's no need for me to have a discussion with you anymore. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. i watched a bunch of white people walk into the Capitol. I mean, hell, you saw it in Michigan as well, right? Those people were armed walking through the halls of the Michigan State Capitol. Let, let a group of black people do that. We, we be our bodies would be rolling down the steps of the Capitol. It's ridiculous. And for me, this, this is it. Like, if you want to see what happens when Rome falls or ancient Greece falls or any other great. You know, this is the greatest. Ne- you know, how many people in you think in Rome said Rome's the greatest place ever to exist? We're on top of the world. There's never been a civilization as great as us. If you want to see what the fall of America looks like, it looks something like this.
0: Yeah. Uh, I tend to be more optimistic. But this is a dark week. <laughs> uh, there's no, no two ways around it. Like, that is, it is a dark, Dark week. It's probably the craziest shit I've ever seen since 9 11. In a way, this is crazier than 9 11 because that was an attack by foreign actors, whereas this was actually done by people incited by the president of the United States. So, and there is a paper trail. There are receipts for everything that's happened from you know, Wednesday through, I mean, the last few days, like all this stuff, like that was. There was a tweet that said, "Well, that's that steadily that escalated for four years." It's like, yeah, uh, it's definitely something that was a potential conclusion that manifested on Wednesday in the way that it did, and I'm more, I'm more in the middle. I think that Joe Biden is taking the right stance. But for the rest of, because he's got to be the face, but after seeing Wednesday's events, I I am on the side of like, throw the book at him, and, and make these guys pay. Like it's already happening. And when you talk about the systems and falling apart and all that stuff, I would disagree with you in the way that they are, they are working, they've already arrested and are continuing on and continually on the hunt for for these people who basically trespassed and destroyed the building and the guy in nancy pelosi's office and the shaman and i think there was a dude who was flying back to hawaii or something like that and they basically got him at the airport before he could even like these guys are so stupid that they were easy enough to find because they literally advertised and broadcast exactly what they were doing and who they were.
1: Again, come to me when they're convicted because they're on tape. Right. And needs, again, we have a habit of white people. Oh, well, you know, community service, like no, no, no convictions. Like Trump said this at some point during black lives matter, that if anyone is caught defacing or destroying monuments or government property, minimum 10 years in jail, he said that that came out of his mouth. Mm hmm. So if any of these dudes get less than 10 years in jail, it's BS. It's BS. He also,
0: he also said when the looting starts, the shooting starts. And that dude stole a podium with a smile on his face.
1: Stole letters from Nancy Pelosi. That stole, stole her laptop, apparently, or a laptop in her office. So he? I, thought he just, I thought
0: he just stole a... Um, you know, somebody somebody else stole,
1: a stole one of Nancy Pelosi's aides' laptop.
0: Well, apparently stealing that letter was like 10 years minimum
1: apparently let's but see anyway. if he gets t- minimum i, I yeah show it me, has to happen show me. the
0: the the punishment has to has to come and it has to come swiftly because it's unacceptable trump needs to be removed trump needs to be removed because if he's not if they don't actually convict him in the senate following an impeachment and expedite this quickly he will come back if he's alive because is, as said before, I don't think he's going to be killed. I think that he's just a really unhealthy dude by his diet and, you know, obesity. But if he's if he's still alive, he will run in 2024. This movement is, you know, you hope that this loss would invalidate all of the theories that Q kind of spits out there, even though Q's not really a real person. It's just kind of a, all these guys, you know, changing course and making up shit as they go along because nothing's come true from it. Um, But you would hope it's shrinking, but these people are not really going away and the Republicans still see that as a valuable asset. Now, granted that seems to be shrinking as well, but I think, I think you have to go after Trump. You have to go after Josh Hawley. You have to go after Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz was already, on the defensive in the last 24 hours or 48 hours saying look i've been condemning him the whole time it's like you lying piece of shit too late too late the fact that you stood up with pride on wednesday as a senator supporting the the um, the potential the the not the certification like turning down the certification of some states you are the you're supposed to be the party of states rights Pennsylvania's not your state. You're in Texas. Sit the fuck down and shut up. Like those, those are your people. All right. So you're you're fine, but they're not. Okay, got it. No. That guy's gotta go. Josh Hawley's gotta go. These guys who enable this, they all um they all of a sudden they give fuel to that fire. It goes back to the cancer that I was saying before. But it has to, it has to be a punishment. Like there has to be something that. That gets the, I, I believe there's a way to remove them from from office, and you probably should. Like they should atone for those sins, and it, it because if they don't, then it just won't die. Like that I, cancer will you, still exist and it will consistently be validated.
1: So how do you fix this? That's I mean I, I again I I'm curious in your thoughts on how because again I'm I'm down on this. I think you actually have to go through a bit of civil war again because to me war is. It's awful. It's not. It's war. horrific.
0: It's it, It's following. Hold, hold,
1: hold on, hold on. You never wish for it, but we got to where we are now because the Civil War existed, right? We I, you'd still have slaves if it wasn't for a Civil War. Sometimes a Civil War is necessary to root out the evil, right? World War II, I would say, was completely necessary to rid the world of Nazi Germany, right? Like that was necessary. Like Ameri- like sure, Japan dragged America into World War II. And like I said, like I think Winston Churchill, people were playing quotes from all over the place of saying, you know, Americans never really get involved until all other options are, you know, exhausted. That's sort of the American way. Sometimes Americans will never do what's right until they try everything else, before they just do what they know is right. And I'm at the point where you try these people, and as this stuff starts to. To, to turn up again you punish everybody to the fullest extent of the law and if they don't want to and if they want to play these games then let's go if you want to come up here with guns into the michigan Capitol, then you're getting fired on it's that simple because you're waging war that's what they're doing and if you don't and all the the liberal pacifism and all that stuff these people are not these people are willing to die for this and i'm trying to figure out who on the other side is actually willing to die for the things that we know is correct Right, We know where we stand in history is correct. I'm I'm a thousand percent certain that standing on the Trump side is standing against history. It just is. It's not the way things are going. It's not even morally conscious what he's done. It's not. He's lied. He's lied thousands and thousands of times. It's, it's, you can't even count the number at this point, how many times he's lied to these people. But they're still willing to die for this. Are you willing to die for, for, for what you believe is correct? He lied on the day. He said, I'm going to march with you. And then he left. This is my point, though, is that these people, we can call them dummies. We can call them uneducated whites. We can give all these names. They're cultists who are willing to die for their beliefs. Yeah, just like the guys who followed Jim Jones. Are we willing to do what's necessary to combat people who are willing to die for their beliefs? We do it in Afghanistan and Iraq and the Middle East. Are we going to do it here?
0: I don't know. I guess we'll find out. That's
1: my question. That's the question I'm asking, because these people are willing to die for this. And if we don't have a government that's willing to do the same to uphold what we feel is correct and instead give me nice platitudes about, you know, we're going to maybe, you know, come up with some documents and flowery language about how we need to come together and heal. I'm not here for Joe Biden's healing. If this keeps happening.
0: No, cuz those that, flowery
1: roads are going to be nonsense cuz eventually there's people on the other side who are going to be willing to die for this as well and that might just be how this gets sorted i'm not saying that that's what i'm wishing for it but i want someone to convince me that that's not where we're headed cuz i that's what i see
0: no i think to your point you have to you said punish them to the extent of the law and i agree you have to punish them to the extent of the law there there were crimes that were committed and they need to be tried and prosecuted and convicted. I mean, that's all that. that There's a bit of a mix up in the order there. Prosecuted, tried, convicted. There's the order. Uh, that that all has to happen. And it needs to be just. And we all know what that just is. There is no doubt that these people did some heinous shit. It's all documented. They bragged about it. But. I don't really know. Like the people that committed those crimes, the path is clear. There's the court system, the law system, all that stuff—that'll be fine. I, I have no doubt that they will. Well, there's always a little bit of doubt, but let's assume that they get. Let's just paint a picture here, right? They all get. They all get. Convied, com, they all get convicted. They get the. They get a um, a satisfactory satisfactory to the public. satisfactory even to you, that. They they get convicted and the punishment is, you know, at least a decade in jail apiece, right? If not more. Trump, let's say he gets this probably won't happen. He will get impeached. I don't doubt that. Um, but I don't think he'll get a conviction in the Senate. He might, but I doubt it. I mean, and that that could also be a result of time because the Senate is right now off until the nineteenth. And a new Senate gets sworn – and Joe Biden gets sworn in on the 20th. And there's not exactly clear precedent on whether or not you can have a Senate trial for conviction of a president after they've left office. It's unclear. Why not? No precedent.
1: I mean, it, it prevents him from ever – I don't know, because ever- it's uh, never been done. Public office, again, his whole I'm going to running in 2024 is dead.
0: For- Ex- well, you can't. You can't uh, – you're, you're literally unable to do it if you're convicted. By the senate so that's that's the argument to do it to at least try but like i said there's no precedent and it's not clear whether or not you can or cannot do it based on the established rules so let's but let's say he is right let's say that happens too um and then let's say why not we'll throw in some some bonuses in there and we say they they vote to whatever the terminology is get rid of holly and trump holly uh, and cruz and maybe even some of these lunatics in the house, right? Like the QAnon people, because they, they, you know, they, they were part of this as well. What I don't, so in that process, none of that is directly done by Joe Biden. So I think what he's doing is right because he's going to be the face and not necessarily the the guys who are actually executing these things. So he doesn't need to, he could be for it and just say, look, that's the law. Those are the laws we got to come together, but those are the laws and not have that be a part of his platform. It's like, look, they are doing their duty, this is what happened, they attacked us, so we need to execute that, fine. What's more concerning to me is the ecosystems that exist in media that further perpetuate the lies. You know, I mentioned Tucker Carlson before, who's like, this is an insurrection? Please, look up what that word means. It's like they did. It literally is the definition of insurrection. They're also saying that oh, it was actually Antifa who was in there, who was perpetuated the violence, and that's what you'll see on Facebook. I've seen it, people saying, "Oh, it's actually Antifa. They didn't. They didn't do the violence." It's like, mm-hmm, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, then you have people who are leaving Fox News to watch Newsmax or OANN, which are just more of that It it's basically like hannity 24 hours or tucker carlson 24 hours you don't even get your because fox news for the most part let's say if you exclude the morning show and the evening shows which is where most people watch it but let's say they actually have about eight hours of actual news on fox news it's true you might not want to believe it but it's true what do you do about – I have no idea what you can do about these other news networks. Like, How do you, how do you stop that? How do Look, you, if you want my personal like, opinion, do do? I,
1: I at this point treat this as if it was Nazi Germany. I really do. I think you'd be a fool not to because I think you've got a good possibility that this turns into this homegrown terrorism Of basically Trumpism. Maybe it comes under a different name, but this is all under the guise of Trumpism, right? All the people, the shirts, the hats, the flags on Wednesday had his name on it, right? So I treat that as the Nazi symbol. It's a swastika at this point. It's a threat to the US government. So if we're going to, I mean, look, after World War II, did we allow for people to say, well, oh, you know, they can still have their Nazi beliefs, but you just can't, you can't have concentration camps anymore. But you can still be a Nazi if you want to. Did we do that? Did the world all uh, allow that to happen? We did. The
0: U.S. Um, the the U.S. was part of the
1: Nuremberg trials who said that all of this stuff is, it's, it's illegal as far as the world is concerned. Germany's banned all that stuff. You if you walk yeah, around Germany Berlin, as I'm saying, yeah, Germany has banned that stuff, but I of my point though, right? Like like again, other cultures seem to be very aware, cultures who are just as free as we are seem to be aware that when this stuff happens, you have to root it out immediately and quickly. And you can't parse words over what the constitution said or what this document said. You have to see what's right and what's wrong. And that's my fear, is that every time we have this discussion, there's people who, who believe, I mean, it's we as in the country, as Americans, right? There's people who go, well, that's against our freedoms, right? Like the, the Trump stuff, right? You have people who are saying, well, look, I'm not a fan of Trump, but any type of censorship is wrong. It's like, really? It's like, are you guys this dumb? They censor stuff all the time. <laughs> and for you to pick this as a hill to die on about, well, we can't have censorship. You can't censor Trump just because you don't like what he says. What he said started an insurrection on the U.S. Capitol. Yes, that needs to be banned. You can say anything you want on Twitter. You can't just wage war on the U.S. government on Twitter. I think that's fair. Because if that's the case, then I'd say, well, then we should have been waging war on the current U.S. government now because it's obviously been a threat to to the rest of us. So this is just a point that I'm making, is that I don't, I don't have faith, and this is why, like I've said this many times, Democrats are cowards. And this is why they're going to lose every, every so often, and why the fact that we are even dealing with this level of conservatism in the first place. Like the fact that we're still dealing with this in the U.S. is like the rest of the world laughs at you. They really do. And I know you might not care, and Americans might not care, but the rest of the world is laughing at you. They feel pity on you. They feel sorry for the fact that you feel that you're on top of the world. It's literally like watching a crazy person on the street say that I'm the greatest person. I'm the greatest person to ever live. I'm the greatest person. This is great. This is great. This is great. And you're homeless. You live in a box. You like, Well, that's just a crazy old homeless guy. That's where the U.S. is right now. The rest of the world, no one, no one wants to be an American. Why would you? It's shameful to watch what happened on Wednesday. Why would you want to pl- claim that as, that as that's where you're from? It's awful. So I'm interested from you. How do you fix this? How do you think you actually fix this? Do you think it's just you prosecute people and it goes away? How do you fix the fact that this Trumpism is going to be the same as Bin Laden in the cave? It's no different to me.
0: Uh, I don't have an answer, honestly. Um, I don't. I. It's such a weird situation. This is because this has gotten to a point that we've never seen before. But I think it comes down to the convictions enforcing the law. And while I wouldn't censor a populace, I would, I would first start, I I would, you can censor the public offices. You can say, nope, we're not, we're not, we're not doing the Trump thing anymore. (laughs) It's gone. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing QAnon. (laughs) We're not doing any of this shit. Like those kind of rules can be implemented. I wouldn't I'm not I, I mean we've talked about this before when talked about the Confederate flag. like I'm not gonna I have no interest in really stopping a person from choosing what they do. I think that's I think America is is all oh, it's it's a crazy country, right? Like from the jump, these quirks have always been here. I just don't think it's ever bubbled up to this point. And maybe this is the result. And this is and this is when you have to turn the temperature down and really do some crazy shit. I've
1: always been on the honor system. <laughs> and I would say that the quirks have always been abused. Ask any black person or Mexican person or Asian person during World War II, any Japanese person in internment camp, ask any Chinese person, ask any Muslim after 9-11. These rules have always been crazy for the rest of us. It just hasn't been crazy for white people that's the problem right I think that's generally what this is going to bubble in or bubble up over is that yeah when it comes to hurting white people's feelings we got to be real careful oh well my you know my my mother brother sister whatever is a Trump fan oh well you know they're still good people so we we excuse this for way too long where if this was a group of black people saying you know, make America great again and all this stuff, this stuff would have been stomped out within the first
0: year. I don't think black people would be saying make America great again. Like what would be the, (laughs) where where, where do you, where do you want to go back to? (laughs)
1: Again, this this is my point though. This is why I don't, I don't think there is an answer. I'm asking kind of a rhetorical question to you. I just think if you don't look at the, if you don't look at Wednesday until now and you don't see like, oh, this is America's broken. And I don't think singing Kumbaya and us holding hands with Joe Biden being old old, fatherly Uncle Joe is going to fix this. I think his next four years of president are going to be real tough. I think he's going to end up dealing with domestic terrorist plots. And he's going to these Republicans are going to pretend like they were never part of Trump, but they're still going to listen to their constituents who are part of Trump. And they'll just give it a different name. Right. Because I would say the Tea Party. Right. Was before Trumpism had similar ideals to this. Oh, yeah. That
0: That was a spark for sure.
1: That's my point, is that it's going to be the same thing. So we might not call it Trumpism. We might not call it this is Trump, right? But we'll give it a different name. So unless you prosecute all of these people, the minute that any of this stuff starts to come out, you punish and you prosecute, it's just going to come up under a different name. And the real fear is what happens when enough Republicans pretend like they were never on the side of Trump, because they're all going to do that, right? Mitch McConnell is going to forget that he ever enabled Trump to do any of this stuff. Just conveniently go, well, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. What happens when you get a guy who's actually smart and does the same playbook if you don't fix this? Then your country's just done. Then you're ruined. Because Trump's an idiot. These people are idiots, right? They got to the Capitol, and this all shows you how dumb they are. Not only were they not wearing masks when they actually could have worn masks and hid their faces, not only did they give their name and their addresses on TV... They
0: also didn't have a plan when they got there. That's why you they, said they originally. And they're just like, well,
1: what do we do? Let's just take pictures, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Right. That's like, why you said
0: know. you didn't know. You were like, you wondered if the plan was to go and destroy that to begin with. And I said, no. And that's exactly why. Because they didn't know. They had no idea. They didn't think they were going to get that far. I don't even think they expected People to go inside the building. In the building. <laughs> it's like, and that's what I mean. That's like the definition of white privilege, where you're just like, I didn't think they would
1: just let us in. I wasn't expecting, I didn't think I'd be able to make it to her office. This is nuts. So just imagine if they did have a plan. I mean, I would say that Trump's rallies are very akin to Nazi Germany rallies. Only Trump's an idiot. I mean, I don't think Hitler was that smart either, but it was a bit more organized at least. Trump's an idiot, he's a clown. And these people are idiots and clowns. But imagine when they're not idiots and clowns. I mean, and look, yeah, to be honest,
0: complete sentences.
1: And you know what? And I, I don't I don't even you know, and I think that's actually being disingenuous, just to paint all these people as being idiots, because you had government officials in this crowd. You probably had people who are CEOs and business owners, people that we would deem to be smart and hardworking Americans. There was, in there was a crowd.
0: CEO from Chicago, I think. I just saw that So article.
1: it's not just a bunch of you know, slack jaw y- yokels from West Virginia charging into the Capitol. These are people who own businesses. These are people who are people that you work with, your neighbors, the people that you see at the grocery store, the people that, you know, the the people that actually, you know, that service the things that you, you these are people, these are your neighbors. These are people that you live with that have bought into this. And so I don't think you can just pretend that it's going to go away, which is what I think Joe Biden is doing. He's kind of just going to say, well, once he's gone, it's just going to go away and I'm going to and I'm just going to be president and we're going to make the healing start. And I think that's BS. I think it's naive of Joe for a 78 year old guy. I think he's being extremely naive to just think if Trump's just out of the way, it's going to disappear. And that's my fear, is that Joe's a nice guy and i hope joe and again this is what joe's doing that gives me some hope is that joe is surrounding himself with people who aren't idiots and who aren't enablers he's kind of making that point of going like hey your job is actually not just to be beholden to me it's actually to keep
0: me accountable
1: yeah. and if he goes you by say? that
0: you get a decent guy yeah you get a decent guy with some confidence and he's not just bringing in a bunch of his buddies and dudes on fox news into the cabinet what a shock you get actual professionals know what they're supposed to be doing
1: again that's that's the only saving grace that I have that you actually that when these people come to Joe and said we're doing this and Joe goes okay cool let's do it but if he goes well no 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 that's going to upset the other people so let's be nice and it's like dude I'm not here for this nice stuff after the last 5 years uh uh-uh, uh nope sorry Joe that's not cuz I think if he does that I think this is going to boil over anyways and he won't be able to control it yeah because the the progressives on the other side are pissed they are, I mean, they're, you think I'm, and again, I'm not really upset. I'm, you know, a lot of this is for, you know, it wouldn't be an entertaining podcast if I was just like, yeah, well, whatever. But the progressives on the other side are pissed. Like they are in government. They are pissed. Like AOC, like I read some day where she's like, I feared for my life. So I'm not putting up with this again. And I was like, that's, is Joe ready for that? Cause LCC- you would think the
0: Republicans, Republicans would think the same way. Cause guess what? I don't think they know the difference. The people coming in, they they wanted to overturn it, and most of the Republicans were not going to do that. Because they were for Trump, not for the mm-hmm. Republican Party. People yeah, don't, don't care about the Republican Party. They care about Trump. Yeah. Josh Hawley, you think they give a shit about you? Do
1: you? Yeah, because they, 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 they would have tied him up and held him captive as well.
0: Yeah. You look like just like the rest of them.
1: Look, man, I think the next week's going to be real interesting because I don't know. Pence doesn't have the guts to pull the 25th and pelosi w- is going to impeach him again <laughs> she she's just like i'm going to i he she'd impeach she'd impeach him every week if she had the support cuz nancy's a little crazy too i've heard her getting some interviews and do some yelling at wolf blitzer she's a little nuts
0: just got enough with the fucking old people
1: oh, i mean that's the other problem like the fact that the the what's his name o- oshoff the dude from
0: Ossoff. yeah he's like he's what? a
1: young jew it's like wonderful he's, he's he's the only senator under the age of 40
0: yeah <laughs> which is like, crazy for the love of god could we could we do that as the first act like you guys keep your job security who are already in there but for another term but damn like get some goddamn age maximums and uh, that's not being ageist it's not being ageist
1: it's just you shouldn't be in government saying. when you're in your 80s like i think that's fair like that's fair like you know do you want live your you life what job? are you changing the world for at that point what are you like, doing Like, it's enough. Like, we got you. Just relax. Relax. Go retire. Chill out. Let other people do this day to day stuff instead of you holding on to power. And that's what Trump's trying to do. He's trying to he's again, he's another guy in his mid to late 70s just trying to hold on. And he's holding on in the most crazy, and again, who knows what his mental state is, who knows what anything that's going around Trump is. It's nuts. It's chaos.
0: I wouldn't be opposed to that either. Like, aptitude tests for presidencies. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I just like, last I, week. I, we were, honestly, if you did that, if Joe Biden said that, he's like, yeah, we gonna do an aptitude tests. It's like, cool. Then we'll know if you have Alzheimer's like the frigid people who uh, that's that's what the right said about it. That's what Hannity's saying. And we'll know if Trump's a dumb fuck. But
1: duh. And it needs to be independent review. It can't be Trump's doctor yeah, absolutely. going to the guy I've ever seen in my life when very clearly it can he's literally,
0: not. It can literally be done by Switzerland.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, I, I just believe that if Joe doesn't come in here really willing to change things, I think it's not going to. Because look, I mean, this is a bit of the criticism on Obama. And sure, he had his hands tied the last four years of his presidency by mitch mcconnell but the the centrist thing for me is is a tough one because i don't i'm not necessarily a progressive but i am for big changes right like when you get into the position you have to go you have to go to make changes and if you just play the center card i've just found with america we don't do anything right like we got to this point because Obama didn't do enough for the general population of these people who are included in the poor and those, all the things that Democrats claim that they care about, right? A lot of these people are marching for Trump now because Trump's not helping them. He's just lying to them and they're willing to listen. But if Joe doesn't actually say, look guys, I hear you and we got to make some major changes. Those guys are lying to you about taxes. So we're going to raise them. So that way you have more money to be able to, you know, have enough food, of the week. Like he's got to be able to, Joe's got to force this stuff. And being a centrist, I just don't believe that centrist centrist believe in getting reelected. I mean I I have the same criticism about Jacinda Ardern here, right? Very center. I personally believe she cares more about being reelected than she actually cares about changing things that people want her to change. Like the housing crisis here is a disaster and she's come out and basically said I'm not going to do anything about it. Because she cares about being reelected. And how do you get reelected? appeal to the most people ever. Yes, you, Joe is going to try to appeal to everybody, which means which is going to allow for these radical groups on either side to keep existing.
0: The thing about the center though, like I think you can lead from the center, but you have to have those left and right perspectives. Like a a the center should not be coming up from center ideals. That doesn't even make sense. It comes from a place of compromise from left ideals and right ideals. And the only way that they working from the center actually works is to hear both of those and find compromise. That was the whole point of the country to start. Can you compromise between
1: where we are now? I don't think that's what I'm happen. saying.
0: We've gotten to this point now where it's, I mean, how the, the dumb fucks on Trump's side ran on fuck your feelings when he won. And it's like more people voted against him. So it's like, you know, they're still there. They still live with you. The idea of healing and peace is not necessarily about, hey, everybody's cool, man. It's like no, you still live next to that person, and yeah, we'll see different things. But that's that's the point of the experiment. It's all about like the American experiment as it is. You know, you're supposed to have ideas from the right, ideas from the left, ideas from wherever the hell you want to come from because anything could come from anywhere. And you come to the middle, you compromise, and then you pass laws and you and you move forward, and you move forward, not like like a light switch like that. And I think that's what you need to worry about. You gotta, it's not necessarily about, okay, well they were all wrong. So we're going to basically crush them and do all that stuff. Cause it's yes. For that specific group of people, like if you want to take 10,000 people that showed up to that, to Washington and storm the Capitol and throw them all in jail. It's like, cool. Got it. 10,000 solve that problem. Sort of, you know, and whoever enabled them, <laughs> yeah, get them out of there. Wait, 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 wait. But the sort of is the problem that I have, we can't keep saying sort of that's why. Well, that's we're in that's what I'm saying. You can't, but whatever policy is enacted, whatever steps you make, can't further dig the heels in where the left goes more left and says, fuck you to the right. And the right goes more right and says, fuck you to the left. The solution has to be a way to say to get them back to that point where you can actually have two people in a room together and they could be like, yeah, you know, you might have some good ideas. Yeah, You might have some good ideas.
1: Sometimes you just got to end the marriage. (laughs) Split it up. Sometimes you got to just end the marriage. Again, more parties would help. Yep. True.
0: And I think we might be looking right? at that. I,
1: now with I, the just, Joe's got two years to do this because I think if Joe sits around on his hands and tries to play nice to everyone, they'll all be back. He won't have control of the Senate in 2022. He's going to lose. He's got two years to me. He's got two years to show, hey, you know what? If I make these changes, it actually makes your life better too. Come on to my
0: side. The Come odds are going to be low anyway to get 2022. It rarely happens. So that's when... what I'm
1: saying. We're going to. Dealing with this weird Republican flare-up, I think Joe need again, if it was me, and again, I'm not even really a progressive, but I think, again, I believe in pendulums, right? We've, sung, we've swung so far hard to the right. I think there's nothing to do but to swing that far hard to the left. I really do. I think you have to. You have to put things in place that 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 prevent Trump from ever happening again, and not him specifically. But this style of governance, because he's given someone the playbook, right? He's given a smarter guy who's actually going to read on this on what he's done and look into to the
0: psychology of it and do it correctly. Do you think a smarter guy could do it? Isn't a smarter guy like too smart to do it? That's like a Boris Johnson type, I guess. Boris Johnson is basically like a smarter Trump. It's like doing a yeah, Trump
1: Yeah, right. I, 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 I just see that like there's going to be someone smarter who comes along who is – I mean, even this Josh Hawley clown – like he's still a fairly young guy. If he doesn't get punished, and then he has
0: aspirations to be president, he will keep this base alive himself. He does. That's why. That's why the people who will who are supporting Trump are supporting them. You think any of the? I don't think any of the senators really believe the shit that Trump says. They're just doing it to try to keep that base. They want to see if they could. They can activate seventy five million people. They can't.
1: So if I think enough. Joe
0: Ted Cruz this, is a piece of I shit, and Joe, nobody likes. He, it.
1: So like Joe's got to do stuff like pack the courts. Joe's got to do stuff like seriously talk about how hey, you want to know why the elections are unfair is because of the electoral college. And these people will believe that, and then they'll never win another election again.
0: Yeah, Yeah. because inherently the elections are unfair. It's not a fair process. No, I mean even the balance of power. Like they they talk about more radical ideas, but I don't. But you can't do that with the majority you have. He can't he can't get rid of the Electoral College. He can't he can't make DC a state. He can't make Puerto Rico a state. Which is unfortunate. But those are again, controversial. If he's not
1: willing to fight for some of this stuff. Hey, we're gonna deal with this for a while. And I think it's sad. I think you're gonna deal with again, it makes me scared. It makes me scared to ever come back to the US for long periods of time. Because to me, domestic terrorism of white dudes deciding that you know, because you just happen to be somewhere that's a div- – I mean, look, I, I, if I, if I lived in New York City, I'd be terrified.
0: I would. I wouldn't be. Uh, New York City, I'm not really too concerned. I think that I'd be more concerned in Alabama – and Alabama, Jesus – in Albany, where the capital actually is. Because that is red country up there in uh, in New York.
1: If the Southern District of New York decides to prosecute Trump, you don't have any fears of his base arriving to New York City during his trial and wreaking havoc.
0: Mm. I mean, they might, but again, I, I feel like my optimism is clouding my judgment.
1: You can be optimistic all you want to. I just watched five years of white supremacy rule the United States.
0: I can't be optimistic anymore. So Yeah, I hear you. Well, that's depressing. But <laughs> enough of that shit. Let's do a little media therapy and clean the palate. What do you say? What do you say? Woo. Can we do this? Can we yeah, do this briefly? and everything i know white people be crazy (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh okay start with a little game here who's older i really hope you know who this is because i feel like i've identified the uh the british paul giamatti in the form of toby jones i don't know who toby jones is Okay, well, I'm gonna give you some credits because I don't want you looking them up. Yep. Yes, explain them to me. Okay, Toby Jones. He always looks disheveled, disheveled in every movie he's in. He was in uh, if you're if you remember the first Captain America movie. He was the henchman. He was the main henchman of uh, of the Red Skull. He was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. He was in. Oh, I believe he was. Was it Brainiac in uh, the Green Lantern?
1: Can you describe what he looks like, like some facial features? Because the main villain—that was somebody else. The the main villain of um, Captain America was like a short, like a short little, like wispy-haired, big forehead-looking guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's Toby Jones. Because the main villain is Red Skull, who's played by Hugo Weaving, but the guy, his assistant, is exactly the person you've described. Right. Okay. That's Toby Jones okay um he was, he, this toby jones by the way 125 credits okay so he's been a lot of stuff um he was I'm, an atomic just, blonde but i've never seen atomic blonde so
1: i'm gonna say he's older um i'm gonna say maybe he's in his i think this is maybe again i don't know who he is but i'm gonna say maybe late 50s
0: 58 if i had to guess toby jones is one year older than paul Giamatti. Wow. Okay. Can, can now, I look now, him up? Now look, yeah, look him up now. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Good news. I'm getting, um, I, I tried to make a, um, yeah, I'm getting these uh, targeted ads now for uh, keto pancakes all a la cup, which is a okay, thing. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Oh, okay. This guy.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he looks, he looks rough. Paul Giamatti looks better than he does. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should make the Toby Jones game if he's only a year older than Paul Giamatti. Yeah, the Toby Jones. Maybe I can throw in Toby Jones because they're only a year apart, so I could I could it's I can shake
0: him up. Hair, the hair on this dude just looks rough. And he's got a big giant like yeah. hobbit looking head. Look up Toby Jones in Tinker Taylor told Soldier Spy. And like he looks the same in every movie he's in, but that one is one where particularly he's he's always like downtrodden. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Looks like he's yeah, plotting
0: he's- some shit. He played Carl Rove, I think. There's just something about
1: like the the British guys who sort of go with this disheveled like I mean Boris Johnson's kind of the same way like just this like just got to let the hair go man like you don't have much up there just
0: let it go. Yeah. Tinker of Soldier Spy is a great movie by the way. I haven't seen it in a while but it's one of my favorites. Just one of those uh, slow burn talkies. Espionage thrillers. Really strong um, Gary Oldman performance. Anyway, what have you been watching besides uh, the uh, terrifying unfolding of the United States of America? So, I watched a show called Ted Lasso. Do you know anything about this show? Isn't that an
1: Apple TV show?
0: It is an Apple TV joint. It's uh, got
1: Jason Sudeikis in it.
0: Yep, he plays the titular uh, Lasso.
1: Basically, the plot line is it's an American football coach who gets hired by a Premier League soccer team football team in the United Kingdom and is becomes the coach of this team. Now this this movie or this this movie it's a TV show. It's 10 10 episodes long. This is probably one of the most wholesome shows I've ever watched. Oh. I'm interested. It's extremely wholesome. Like Ted Lasso is is, is the nicest guy on earth. Like that's kind of the plot of like he's just really he's a he's a great guy. he's been thrown in this situation, which a bunch of extremely mean, sarcastic British people and an owner of a team who hired him because, you know, she kind of wants the team to lose. Kind of hired a major league. This is a major league situation. Yes. And Ted's just, he's just nice. Doesn't curse. He's just, you know, he's telling life stories out there trying to get people to do their best. It's great. I really enjoyed this. I started watching it just because I was like, yeah, why not? And I really enjoyed it. I pretty much watched all of it in like two nights. It's got 30-minute episodes, and it's only 10 episodes long. I suggest it if you want a feel-good, if you want to step away from the nonsense that's happening in the U.S., and you just want to watch a show that's just going to make you feel
0: good about just like, you know what? Ted's just a nice guy. And following our conversation last week about everything being uh, sad endings. Yes,
1: absolutely. Ted Lasso was... A feel-good, happy ending show. The end of the season ended nicely. The way Ted wins everyone over, it's like she, the, the owner of this team wants everyone to hate Ted. And every person that comes in contact with Ted is just like, Ted's the nicest guy. How could you possibly? I'm rooting for this guy. He has no idea what he's doing. But man, this guy is just as nice as can be.
0: Nice. So if you, you want to check to- it out.
1: You wanna after the hour of me ranting about the end of America, if you just want to feel good,
0: watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> okay. Might might just do that. Uh I'm a bit annoyed because uh Apple TV or TV Plus, whatever the hell it's called, um there's no way for me to like cast it from my iPad to the TV to like a Chromecast, which is annoying, and there's no Android app. I don't know if there's a Roku app. There might be a Roku app actually. It's just like very specific. It's typical Apple bullshit. It's like why can't this be easy? Literally, I can watch any other streaming service on everything. I can watch it on a toaster if I felt like it. And I can't. I can't. I can't do it with this shit. So because there there was a movie on Apple TV this like animated movie where i was like that art looks really cool and no it's uh it just was not was not happening it's not working tell you what the name of that one is because you might be interested yeah i'm interested Uh, i think it was it was an anime it it wasn't wolf walkers yes yeah yeah. i started watching that
1: but i didn't i just i watched like five minutes of and then i had to leave um
0: But yeah, okay. maybe I should watch it. It's uh So it wasn't it. it you it's not like you you weren't into it, you just had to go. Yeah, it was just one of those things that I was like, "Oh, I really actually just kind of want to get into this and it's not going to happen." So, Yeah. It's got 99% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah, it's got really good reviews. So, absolutely. Yes, I have access to all of this stuff and I will uh give it a watch.
0: All right, good stuff. Maybe talk about that next week. I'll give it a watch too. Also next week um you got WandaVision on Friday. The first um the first Marvel Disney Plus show yeah it looks so really far, trippy. So, initial yeah. reviews are very positive for the first uh, three episodes the press has seen them already so that's good um so i'll tell you i guess quickly real yeah, quick yeah, i, go did, for I it. finally beat hades because i told you this yes
1: and that also was a great i don't want to spoil it but it took a different direction than i thought it was going to i'm very glad that i finished it yeah um and i'm still playing it because it's just fun so yeah, I finished it, and I highly recommend it. Again,
0: that's like the fifth time we've recommended that game. It's really good. So, yeah. and I and I will say that like the ending flies in the face because I was thinking about it, and going along with the ending things. Super giant games to this point have all ended v- in very sad fashion. Mm. Like at the end of Bastion. Spoiler alerts for games that are for Bastion. That's like a ten year old game maybe 10 years old, whatever you, you basically end the world. (laughs) It's basically the end of the world. There's no, there's no happy ending to Bastion. The game is great. I love it. Um, Transistor. Sad. Not a a happy ending. Uh, Pyre. There's no. Pyre has a very cool story and the choices it makes are very interesting and work within what the story work, how the story works And the ending is very bittersweet, but it's all completely player chosen, but there's no like perfectly ideal path to finish it. Whereas Hades has like for a game that actually doesn't end and you keep going the, the quote unquote ending when the credits roll is very, uh, I I held it far from John, but I I will say that's very uplifting and very satisfying. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So it's good. Um, Speaking of games, Here's the big news. Got my PS five on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I got the this monstrous <laughs> tower. This thing. Now look, it's memishly large. I mean, there's stories about how, um, who is it? Uh, Ikea has like fake PS five and Xbox series X boxes. So you can see if they'll fit in the, uh, in like an entertainment center that you buy. But this thing's enormous. Like, it's stupid how big it is. It it doesn't really matter because, you know, you're playing the games. You're not really looking at this thing. I don't mind the design aesthetic when when it's in the room and the the cool glowing effect it has is is pretty cool with the lights on. Um, But it's it's enormous. And that is unmistakable. Like, I I have a – and it looks much better vertical than it does horizontal, in my opinion
1: i feel like so, that's most of playstation's consoles like they all sort of because was the ps4 ever vertical was that ever a vertical option yeah you can turn it vertically
0: but yeah, i, I, just I always like, leave it horizontal so would i but
1: yeah i mean and the thing that always makes me upset about playstation is that they always end up making a slimmer version
0: oh they all do every console yeah
1: does. it's just kind of annoying because they know they built this big honking
0: thing and then they like slim it down in two years yeah, but this is this is another level. And the other thing is that for the other ones, you know, you lay them horizontally and they're black; they just disappear because yeah. they lay flat and it's fine. This one is white, This bright white. So <laughs> it's, it's like this thing's laying sideways. You know, like if someone comes in to. To the, to, a, to my apartment, they, I would imagine they'd look at it and be like, what is that? <laughs> like, is that a router? Like, what is that? Is that a, is it a giant toaster? Like, what is this thing? It's huge. Uh, but anyway, enough about the aesthetics. I I played uh, two games on it so far and rolled credits on both of them. So I played through Astro's Playroom. That was the first game I played. That comes on all the consoles and it shows off the new Dual Sense controller. And it shows off all the haptics that work with it, the um, the the triggers that actually have res- that can have resistance on them, depending on the situation, which is pretty cool. All the ways that the rumble motors work, so you can feel like specific. Um, you, there's like very, a lot of these haptics that make you certain things feel differently depending on how you interact with them, right? So you run through grass, and if you can feel like your character is getting hit with grass and the tall grass. Um, you feel like a slight rumble as you're sliding on ice it's um th- honestly the it was cool um the game is fantastic like it's a really great platformer and it's something you can play in one sitting which i did um but the, the the haptics are a lot and i get that they really dial it up to 11 because of this thing but it is by the end of it you're like jesus christ <laughs> it's like, Hands are sore. The, the amount of shit that's going on in this thing is uh yeah, it's it's a lot, and the the speaker's fine, but they got the speaker going off and all these other things. It's fine. I it, I have small hands. I was never a huge fan of the PlayStation controller. The PlayStation Four came very close to being like, oh yeah, this is basically what I wanted of a controller. I think overall, I still prefer the Xbox controller feel overall. Um, like how it feels in the hands, this one just takes a little more adjusting to. Um, but the, but the hats are very cool. The triggers, I think, are the one tangible thing that actually can impact gameplay whereas everything else is like it's rumble it's just more rumble it's cool rumble but it's rumble nonetheless uh, so but ashley's playroom is very cool and then i played through spider-man miles morales i actually rolled the credits on that um early this afternoon and i really enjoyed it i 2018 my game of the year and my opinion was spider-man on ps4 um, this game is a lot more of that, starring the titular uh, Miles Morales as Spider-Man, and it's a, basically a direct sequel to Spider-Man, and I thought it was great. It started off, in the first half, it definitely struggled to escape the shadow cast by Spider-Verse, which is... I mean, you love it. I love it. Like that, that movie's a masterpiece, right? So it kind of sets all these expectations from not even the way Miles talks, but also like there's a montage in this game that reminded me very much of the leap of faith montage in the movie. And then characters start showing up that showed up in the movie. And I was like, oh, so like this is going to be going in that direction. And you kind of have these expectations and then it's about halfway through where it feels like it starts to carve out its own identity and the characters start really shining. And yeah, it it hits you in the feels, man. The story is fantastic. The characters are great. The voice acting is great. Once I adjusted to miles, I was like, okay, I'm into this. Um, looks beautiful on PS five. I, they, when it first came out, there was two options. There was a 30 frames per second, uh, Ray tracing, uh, fidelity mode runs in 4K, all that other stuff. And then there was a 60 frame per second uh, performance mode. And since release, they've actually had a patch which allows 60 frames per second and ray tracing. So I used that mode and it was just awesome. Like it feels so good. Game looks phenomenal. Um, it's not like the huge quantum leap, but there's certain points where you see and you're like, oh, this is a beautiful game. And and it all takes place in the winter, so there's a lot of nice snow effects, very Christmassy. Uh, yeah, and I, I really enjoyed it. couple quibbles, besides the, the Miles Morales, besides the uh, Spider-Verse Shadow, and just competing with that. I, but I think that's unavoidable, unless it is something completely radically different, which I don't think you really could. Uh, the game locked up twice for me and crashed. <laughs> And that was very unpleasant because it crashed the, it didn't just crash the game. It crashed the entire system, (laughs) like locked up froze and then played a very unpleasant sound out of my soundbar. Uh, and then I basically had to force turn off the console restarted. It said repairing hard drive. I'm like, well, that can't be good. Fortunately, both times this happened, everything was fine. I didn't have to restart my progress. It's just annoying, but homestretch today. I was playing it through its completion and no issues. So yeah, other than that, great game. Hardware's cool. Um, Hardware is only as good as its games, and right now I am basically out of stuff to play on it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm looking for. I just bought the Pathless, so I'll be checking that out next. I am trying to find Sackboy's Boys Adventure, but. For some reason, every store that I've got into has been sold out of it. So I just get that online. Maybe I'll start it next week. And yeah, PS5, good system. Literally no reason to go out and buy it right now unless you're like me and just want. But good to know. Yeah, if you want... Like none of these games that I've mentioned. Well, Astro's Playroom is exclusive on PS5. It's maybe a two-hour experience. A little bit more if you want to find everything in the game miles morales is on ps4 as is the original spider-man and the only other major exclusive on the title is demons souls which is a big pain in the dick to play so if you don't want that then there's not really a huge reason to buy a ps4 uh, to buy a ps5 at this point especially if you already have a ps4 if you don't have a ps4 and you want a new console get a PS five. That's, that's obvious, right? Um, especially since they discontinue the pro and those are hard. I wouldn't really get a base PS four for any reason, but the hardware is good. The UI is fine. I don't think I like it as much as the PS four, to be perfectly honest. I think it's it does some, it's really snappy and quick, which is great. And the whole console runs in HDR, which is good. You know, it's like, it doesn't toggle HDR when it goes into games, which is small, but, welcome uh feature like the xbox doesn't do that and yeah it just seems it seems solid the controller is really cool for all the stuff that has for all the gimmick you should has inside of it um but i really think most of the time you're just going to see people mess around with those triggers versus the actual haptics to the controller itself it's not it's the same thing that they do with switch which is like the ice cube examples i don't think you're going to be seeing too much of that I'd love to be wrong. I'd like to see what kind of creative stuff comes out that really leverages the, the unique controller features. But I unfortunately think it's all going to come down to the resistance and the triggers, which you really do notice and feel when it's implemented. Like it's it's quite cool. Like on Spider-Man, you um, it actually kind of reminds me of the, the feeling in Spider-Man basically replicates the GameCube controller, if you remember, where you'd go deep and then you'd actually press it in further like there would be that click at the end yep so that's kind of how the spider-man triggers feel when you're web slinging is that you can push down and then there's just a little bit of resistance at the end there as if you know you were kind of doing the motion as spider-man so that was cool um call of duty apparently like every gun trigger feels different in the game but i already played through it on series x so i'm not gonna buy it on ps5 to check it out but if it's free on
1: PS Plus, you have to wait for and again, I'll buy it when some more games out
0: and there's a title that, that looks interesting to me to buy it. So yeah. the the game I'm most excited for this year is a PS5 exclusive and it's Ratchet and Clank game looks phenomenal. Can't wait. That was the same reason I bought a PS3 and I already had a PS4 by the time they announced that one. So it doesn't really count, but they're great. Looking forward to it. Insomniac, now owned by Sony. All the money in the world. I expect them to do great things, yeah. as they have always done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All the money in the world. Great things. I'd be interested to see. <laughs> it doesn't always work out that way. No. But Insom- Insomniac is a wildly talented studio. Sure. I mean, just... They they launched with... Uh, my, one of my, I'd say, I don't know where it ranks, but Sunset Overdrive was one of the first games that came out on the series on the uh, Xbox One, and to date, it's still one of the best games of the generation. Like Spider-Man, clearly took all the learnings from that to make an amazing Spider-Man game. Pun intended. Your call. Anyway, this thing is long. It's one a.m. It's long. But we, uh, I think we solved some real problems here. You know, I think, uh, <laughs> I think we really got to the bro- to the bottom of things, and, uh, and we are I one step closer to fixing America. A lot more cheerful. God, the, the long upset podcasts are rough. Just, ugh. I want to have more faith, but man, man, yeah. Aren't you glad we had a in this sandwich? In this shit sandwich, we had some we had some quality bread.
1: Right. It's real funny because I, people joke with me that I picked like the perfect time to leave to not be in America. I really kind of did. Like, I don't think my timing could have been any better for deciding to make a jump to just live somewhere else. It's it's oddly, it's oddly like perfect. <laughs> so, well, I look, I, all the people in the states, obviously, family in the states, love everybody, and I I wish that everything goes back to what we would consider some type of normalcy. But I also hope that it changes and it's better and that this doesn't have to happen again. So
0: if there, if there was a civil war, right. To turn the question to you, would you come back and fight for it? Heck,
1: No. All right. There you go. That's what I I thought. I think that the American experiment is a failure because it's found on the backs of slavery so it's hard to until we actually really kind of admit that you've got to roll some things back that happened 400 years ago aka the constitution of the united states we're always going to be in this situation where things aren't really fa- like again like look i'm someone who enjoys firearms but come on like what are we doing like the whole i'm going to lean to the second amendment i mean the fact that we keep hearing about first amendment and free speech when most people don't actually know what that means like, we're, we're hanging to the interpretation of a document. The same people that sort of say the same things about people using the Bible, right? People use the Bible to say that, oh, well, you know, black people should be slaves. See, in this verse in the Bible, it says, you know, their skin was darkened and they were, you know, they're supposed to be in chains and all whatever, whatever, right? Like, we're using the Constitution the same way. <clears throat> so I just want people to be honest and actually really try and fix stuff, which I don't have any faith in ever happening in America because capitalism. Right, money. We got to make money. If we're not making money, there's a problem. And I mean, look, people vote for Trump because they like his policies around money. Right? He's a businessman. He knows about money. His tax pro—people are still saying that, right? Oh well, Trump was his policies were fine, right? He, good taxes and this, it's money. So it's the root of all evil. And I think the American experiment, for the most part, has always been a bit of a failure. And it seems like America has no interest in actually trying to fix that. So I think it's going to kind of come undone. And then it will become a so- socialist utopia after the rest of the world goes that way. That's the way I see it happening.
0: Guess we'll find out. Yeah. Tune in next
1: time. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jason needs to get this out immediately because everything I just said might blow up tomorrow. You never know. Or Monday or Tuesday. if Things are moving so fast. We you have might, no we idea. you might sign the Q Peace Accords. No idea. I I just don't. Trump might Trump might blow it all up. Who knows? So, yeah. Can't tweet, but can launch a nuke. Sure can. And with that. Although, although at the same time, though, real quick, like how does that actually work though? Because like he's got to tell someone. Like the nuclear football. Yeah, is just a series of codes. It's not like it's got a button in it to launch a nuke. Yeah, and like he, he still has. The,
0: and he doesn't read the fucking numbers. And yeah, I don't think he's, he's, he's gonna look them because he yeah, probably doesn't. He's probably never seen the codes. Yes, that's in, my point. Like you still got to go did. to some
1: guy to be like, "Hey, can you launch nuke?" And that guy's gonna be like, "No." You to say, "But I've got the nuclear codes." No, against who? Well, you have to know. So yeah, yeah. Like what Don do you, Lemon. it's not like he
0: said mean things to me. Yeah, Don Lemon said mean things to me. Target because Don is Don Lemon now in New York. Yeah, he's in. Uh, he lives in Long Island, right around right. the corner from Chris
1: Cuomo. There you go. So just that area, just just nuke because Chris Cuomo and Don were mean to me. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah, I don't have those fears. I just have the fears of his of his crazy base who's now, and again, his base is now saying the president told me to do it. I just read oh, that from damn. the Q and that said, Well, I did it because the president told me to. There you go. Which is a great argument, to be honest with you. That guy's lawyer is great. Be like, look, dude, you're in you're in big trouble. Just say Donald Trump told me
0: to do it. He did tell me to do it. Perfect. <laughs> you said, you know, there's one thread that i wanted to pull on that i that you didn't hit you were gonna give me shit about uh facebook yeah because you got a bunch of these of uh, these trump fans as friends i mean it's not most of my friends but it's yeah there's about you, a three of people three prolific friends. three or four prolific ones and a few and a couple anti-vaxxers yeah like what is going on in, in the white community they're not the same people yeah, like that's
1: my point. Like, what is going on amongst white people? You guys might have your own civil war that we might just watch. We have the white people
0: that like the rest of us, and the white people that don't. There was a post by somebody who's like, "Yes, I'm anti-mask." What did he say? I'm anti-mask, but pro-vaccine. Uh, it was like very strange. Was if, like, don't if, don't if, look, and then I mean, he and is... he's trying to argue argue it by saying, "I don't understand why is it." is it mass is it social distancing why do i have to have a mask if i'm keeping my distance this is this is all made up it's like uh, god i can't
1: i don't I mean, even get I, it. I, these dumb white people now again i know that they that the the less educated of us tend to breed more but i mean man if you really were worried about white people dying out this is how you do it this is how you get rid of a race of people you keep having these idiots these, again, you're going to kill them with COVID. So I just, I'm, I'm really curious of like, do you have regular conversations with these people or is it just a Facebook thing where their information just pops up, you see it and you just scroll by?
0: No, I don't, I don't engage. I read it because I'm genuinely interested to know what the arguments are. It's just one of those and
1: things. That, I think that's the difference is that now I'm not interested anymore. It's nonsense. Yeah.
0: Like Flat Earth I, was, was like, it was like amusing for
1: like the first week. And then it's like, this is Flat Earth. You're an idiot.
0: Yeah. But I, I've i read one of these guys who's... It's actually the same dude. I mean, these are the guys who talk the most stuff. And a lot of these people are actually going to go away anyway. They're going to go to parlor. And then they'll just have their own ecosystem. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to follow them. But I will, like, hate-scroll this stuff. Because it's, like, it's fascinating to me. It really is fascinating. It's the same reason I'm interested in, like in cult documentaries, right? You, you look at this stuff you're like how does this happen? Who are these people? Like why can you not interested. see the realist? Like can you not see like what's actually happening around you? Like why do you believe a guy who's lied about everything? I'm just not interested in white stupidity anymore. I think that's I what I've just There bringing. is there was something posted today where I was very close being like I think I've seen enough.
1: Because again, it's just like it's the same dumb white people that we tend to listen to. Because it's interesting, but it's like, but it's not interesting. You're just, it's just dumb. It's dumb. It's like you shouldn't have this power to begin with, but you do because of history. Because some really smart and evil people before you sort of gave you the keys, and this is what you've done with it.
0: Yeah, here we go. So let's see here. Oh man, he's posted again. <laughs> All right, so I'll read some of this stuff so you could see. Um what's going on here
1: funny we can end this podcast on a good note
0: uh it's yeah
1: like so that someone's gonna get a laugh out of it
0: yeah i think it's funny i mean it's funny and then it's horrifying here we go <laughs> reading from this quote from a guy let's call him dave <laughs> <laughs> oh. the <laughs> the last few days i have learned there's a growing sentiment in america Quote, if you don't, if you don't think like me, you need to be reeducated. That's a very dangerous way of thinking. Um, then he he then posted the smallest minority on earth is the individual. Those who deny individual rights cannot claim to be defenders of minorities. Oh, then, he post- then he posted the definition of Nazi, which is bizarre. Uh, then he posted a picture. This is a fun. A screenshot where it says account warning. Your account may be restricted if you violate again. Don't know what that was about. (laughs) Then he posted the YouTube link, uh, YouTube link, not the actual in-app player for pink Floyd's another brick in the wall. So, okay. Part two. I think that might've actually been to the, okay, whatever. And then, uh, here's a new one. I haven't, I haven't read this. Yeah, here we go. So this is what it's all going to go back to. He said, instead Instead of banning everyone that agrees with you, we should, we should have, he, see, he's got some solutions here. Okay. Instead of banning everyone that disagrees with you, we should have policies in place to remove any doubt that it was a fair and transparent election. Oh, this ma- the, yeah, here we go. This mass banning of everyone just reinforces the belief that it's a corrupt system and a stolen election. We could a set up election integrity laws and voter ID laws, or B mass ban everyone who disagrees with me. According to the Facebook community, B is the correct answer. Yep.
1: So there you go. Yeah, these people exist, and we've got to, you know, their fragility matters. Exactly. Poor Dave. All right. Well, you know what, Dave? If you listen (laughs) to this podcast, which I know you don't, fuck you. And I don't
0: curse often, but that was warranted. I like it. All right. He's, he's abroad.com. Uh, guy who I read your review earlier. Tell me who you are. If you have our number, Love text you, to
1: I will give you a dollar. Thank you for your review. And we are glad that you like the podcast and all of our silliness. Sorry that today wasn't more silly, but we appreciate you listening.
0: Yep, exactly. He's abroad.com. All the links, all that other stuff. And until um, next time, this podcast is over.